2: this episode of Mother May I Sleep A oh Podcast is brought to you in part by the Lifetime Movie Club, the ultimate streaming destination for lifetime movie lovers. Choose from 100 movies at any time with new movies rotated in weekly to keep things fresh. And you can watch anywhere on your favorite device. As a bonus, listeners of this podcast get an exclusive one-month free trial. Go to LifetimeMovieClub.com slash malls to start your free month now. That's LifetimeMovieClub.com slash M-O-L-L-S. Welcome to season three of Mother May I Sleep With podcast. I'm your host, Molly McAleer. today and we're gonna be talking about it. it was return guest ted Travelstead. thank you for joining me today for the devil's teardrop
3: <laughs> <laughs> if if there's one teardrop I, I want to explore with you it would be the, the, the devil's, devil's yeah. one right yeah okay very excited so,
2: like this is such a fantastic movie that i i mean i grew up loving movies like this like anytime it's sort of like a suspense there's some lols in there but it's also like very intriguing. Like mm-hmm. once I realized that this is a handwriting analysis movie, I was like Oh, I'm fucking in like they're using some language like they there's there's certain things in life like Backdraft was a great movie of this vein where you're just like, wow, that's something I've had ideas about that. I don't know very much about, but sounds very cool. And I know that I'll never be able to do it. Yes. Like I'll never be able to know what Backdraft really is. I have an idea.
3: I don't know the science behind fire uh,
2: handwriting analysis. Same thing. I like to think I do, but I don't.
3: No, no. No. Um Me I either. also
2: love like people that like read body language. That's a big one.
3: Yes. Like yes. after
2: the royal wedding or like lip Lip reading, I loved after the royal wedding. People being like, "Oh, he said this." I'm like, "He's like mumbling British boy. Like you don't oh, know what he said."
3: That's brilliant. I, I know. This, so there were lip readers. Oh,
2: or? every every like royal event, they did this with William and Kate too. <laughs> is like they basically, you know, because you can't hear anything that's being said. Yeah, yeah, this is yeah. in America where they're shoving a microphone in there so you can read what the person's saying. And Trump is so drawn out, and obvious that you, you don't need a lip reader. You can like hear him from you <laughs> yeah, know can across hear him the room. Exactly. We can hear from here. By the way, I will say I would never normally give a trigger warning, but this is a a movie where there's mass shootings. Just sorry, I can't. Why can't I not laugh when I say things like mass shootings? Like I I don't know why. It's just so uncomfortable. Yes, exactly, and
3: that's how we. And and I have to say, it was shocking. Like it, right? you know shocking in the sense of like this is a lifetime movie and then suddenly the guys open firing right like yeah but this
2: is also what i mean by like this is a movie of yesteryear where like we used to see shit like this all the time
3: absolutely
2: and it wouldn't even register you'd just be like oh this is the mass shooting part of the movie and i think that it definitely sits with us differently now that this is a reality and i agree one thing that I mean, I don't know if you think about this stuff, but I'm very, like, in my own world where, like, no one's really bad and it's okay.
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I I like to think, yeah, that everybody is inherently good and or I'd like to believe that, you know... Yeah, I have a lot of things that, I, yeah. that comfort me that may not be the truth.
2: But I have friends that, like, when they walk into a crowded situation, the first thing they do is look for the exits. And, like, I mean, I'll enter a really crowded gay bar on 4th of July with no thought. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Where Just like I, taking
3: it in. Like, yeah. It,
2: like, wow, this is great. And meanwhile, yeah. my friends are like, Molly, we're at a gay bar in Texas. And, like, yeah, yeah. you know, we got to be looking for the exit.
3: 13 yards the, at 11 o'clock. We have that, that right. exit. And yeah.
2: And I'm so clueless. So this, this movie was, uh, it seemed incredibly relevant. And at first I was like, ooh, I was like, this takes place in Washington, D.C. Like, I didn't really know what this was about. Yeah, I, I was
3: not familiar with the New York Times bestseller book by Jeffrey Deaver. This is, this uh, is this based, is based on. on a book? Yeah.
2: Oh, I got to read The Devil's Teardrop. By the way, do you think Devil's Teardrops like appear often in writing? I, I,
3: that, yes. The, when we found out the Devil's Teardrop was, it is the, the mark above the lowercase i. Yeah. And if it, if it swings upward in a small rounded yeah. check mark, that's called the Devil's Teardrop. Which is
2: really only something a psychopath would do. Yeah. You know, <laughs> to take
3: that much time to yeah. dot an I is like, yeah, you've got too much time on your bonkers. hands. You're not thinking. Yeah. <laughs> or You're thinking way, way, way too, too much. much yeah. yeah. um, I, I don't. That's a good question. I, I, One thing I was a little disappointed. I wish there had been a little more handwriting analysis. I do, too. Terminology and study. Yeah. I could have gone five, ten more minutes of that scattered throughout. At one
2: point he says nanotechnology and he just like stands so firmly on the leg of that word. And I'm (laughs) just like, nanotechnology i'm like fuck i'm like yeah he's doing nanotechnology and i'm like (laughs) sitting there afterwards and i'm like that is such a non-word i'm like what What even is nanotechnology why did you just buy that but like i bought in so hard i was like oh he's yeah this is the nanotech technology part you got of course you got to do that
3: he says i will quote him at one point he says (laughs) I need to run this I need to run this through a program that would remove the scribblings so I could see what was originally on the page and then he says scribblings like five or six times in like a two-minute period right like I wanted to make it my ringtone like <laughs> just like Tom Everett Scott saying scribblings the way I, I can't do it the way he does it but he just said scribblings over and over it sort of just started to sound don't absurd. worry
2: most of the clips I pulled were the ones that had the fancy technical speak because I was like this is what the audience will really grasp onto." It's like I got a couple of the romantic moments which by the way seemed really inappropriate like there was never a moment I recall this movie i don't know how he does it because it's like the just sarah jessica parker movie except like it's it's except it's a guy doing handwriting stuff and we actually find out how he does it which is like not very well you never found out and how she does it you never really figured it out she never found the balance
4: okay but
2: i mean this guy is dealing with the fbi and simultaneously like stepping out to take custody phone calls Dealing, like literally, his child calls at one point, and he's just like talking her off a ledge that. It's completely inappropriate considering that the whether or not 12 to 14 people die on the other side of this he's he's like she's cutting up fabric at home and he it, it's just
3: is something going on with you and mom
2: yeah shut up shannon <laughs> like yeah. you're like i know you can't know what your dad is doing right now but dad has clearly not left the house in over a year
3: he's been looking at the same thomas jefferson <laughs> letter <laughs> with his nanotechnology and whatever this program is that he can that it removes the scribblings.
2: <laughs> this movie is, I mean, there's some real Easter eggs in there. And I will tell you this too, is that this is, this movie is the kind of movie that I feel for lifetime was, they got a steal. Like they bought it. Ret- oh, thank you. Wags is hovering over the ledge here himself uh, looking for pig. Thank you. Um, Wags is a stuffed pig. Um, so this movie I think was bought retroactively by lifetime. Like maybe it was. This is my theory, because I don't think that Lifetime would have the budget. Because this movie was like, I looked at this movie at one point. The daughter Shannon is wearing a sweatshirt that I know retailed for one hundred and twenty-five dollars plus. Wow. It was like <laughs> sad. <laughs> um, <laughs>
3: but that is that's fascinating.
2: And like that is a fucking pricey wardrobe item for Lifetime. Yes. So like normally they would never have that. So I look at that and I say they must have had professional styling on set. This is a pretty like you know the budget when they blow up a building later on. It's a pretty big budget blow up, although there's definitely I think a green screen involved in the mix. Uh, yeah, yeah,
3: but so you see like yes, there's these examples of high budget, but then but then like there's also examples like when they go to the like the warehouse where this the yeah killer has been living. Like it's like it's I've seen like TGF Fridays that are better like better right. set decor. Like they have like. <laughs> 3 or 4 man- pieces of a mannequin I don't know who, a metal fan and yeah. a barrel they like, know, like, robbed ooh, a
2: mannequin store. Creepy. I really don't... They went to that place on Fairfax, I bet, that just has all the shit in yeah. front of it. That's exactly <laughs> where they went. By the way, that set was definitely not the same set where the killer was like previously in the movie because the guy was in like the Silence of the Lambs house and then all of a sudden they cut to like a warehouse. Well,
3: yeah, at some point he's eating and listening and l- watching the Flintstones, but they yeah. couldn't afford the video. Right, they, You just hear the audio of Fred yelling at Dino. Is
2: that, is that free to just do... Do some Dino audio?
3: That's a good question. I wondered that. I was like, well, they couldn't show it, so they couldn't afford to pay for it. But then oh, is, wait the, a is the audio cheaper? That's that's what I was wondering.
2: We have to save a realization I just had that is, for me, huge. Uh, it bothered me throughout the whole movie. I just had a huge realization about something in that scene. And I feel... Really happy about it! Wow, um, this is exciting. I can't wait. To, I'll probably forget. <laughs> uh, I'll I can't wait you. to tell you. Okay. I can't wait to tell you. Okay. Wow. So, okay, let's let's. Okay, just, we were
3: talking about budget. Oh, oh, this must have been. I think saying, lifetime
2: purchases retroactively because sometimes th- they also had some big names in this.
3: Well, yeah, the, 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 the Natasha Henstridge and Tom Everett Scott have yeah. both been in features, and I looked it up. When I looked it up, it said it had a screen release date, which. I I was a little blown away that this would have played uh, played in a theater but they did but that
2: a- I, we noticed last week um that they we did a movie called um Fatal Honeymoon that was about uh, do you remember that guy that killed his wife? The scuba uh, actor? Yeah. 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 And Harvey Keitel's on that too. So, like, that's another oh. big, like, name. And they do sometimes get that over at Lifetime. And I do think it's because they purchase things that just don't pan out. I
3: think the movie that we did last time about it, like, eight feet deep yeah. of terror, uh, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. I think was a something that they had, like, purchased. It wasn't originally made for life. By the
2: way, way too much water in these. Like, not only did we do 12, I just did one two weeks ago where Lisa Renault learns how to swim. Like...
3: <laughs> <laughs> it was actually a reality show. Yeah, it, it, was a a it was
2: just real. Actually, I just watched Real Housewives in Beverly Hills. Um, but, <laughs> no, it was great. Um, I do want to say that rena sofer who played rena she was she played gor- gorgeous i mm-hmm. was really she's in a movie because she's in keeping the faith general hospital so she works have you do you know her
3: i do not i I mean I like
2: did. know her from personally i've never
3: met her oh she's, no I, I i i looked her up and noticed that she'd been in a few things but um but no i wasn't really she seems like she would be like a Lifetime staple. Yeah, she's
2: also, she's like, seems like a, or she is a, it looks like a soap opera staple. But she is like one of those people, very rarely in a Lifetime movie does someone come on the street and I'm like, that person is fucking striking. And this woman was striking. She was really beautiful. I was like, I need to know who she is and where they've been hiding her. (laughs) So um, let's get into the film because there's a lot here. Um, But yeah. Oh, go ahead.
3: No, I was just going to get into the film.
2: Trigger warning: mass shooting. Oh yes, I just want to remind everyone for real because yes. this is not. This is a disturbing scene.
3: Yes. Do you want to start
2: or should I? I'll
3: start because I'm starting right. You right seem from so the so excited. Beginning.
2: Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I
3: just the the opening mute. They start with this montage of DC. Right. Shots of DC with this opening music, which. Which sounded eerily similar to the movie Powder. Have you ever... uh, Uh, I was
2: too young to see Powder, but I feel like I have because of memes. But I haven't.
3: Yes. Sean Patrick Flannery, Jeff Goldblum. There's a whole story behind Powder that I won't go into. But but Powder
2: is kind of the original meme. Is like, it, do you know, it, know it, what I mean? I mean, yeah. it's not, but I feel like I even t- when I was a kid, people would be like, "powder," L. like we would just be like, someone would just say "powder" and we'd die. Like, I w-
3: <laughs> yes, I know, was obsessed with ate. powder for a while. Not, but there's a lot of controversy surrounding the director, who's a child molester. That's a oh, whole other story. Right, right, right. But then Powder himself, I just the Gus character Van of Powder. Is that,
2: who that is Gus Van Sant, or no? Oh, that, Victor Salva. Victor Salva. That's the one that uh, Rose Rose McGowan had trouble with him. Oh, really? Well she that's when she found out that I uh, never mind.
3: Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> um but but the but the the movie holds a special place in my heart cuz it's just terrible but that at the same time kind of love it. Anyway, the music was very similar. I looked it up different composer altogether not you thought it guy. might be
5: the same guy. i just was
3: like this is some music from powder uh, <laughs> and so i was watching the trailer to powder and then going back to the the movie but but what was really interesting was they have all these beautiful opening shots of, of dc you know that different landmarks of um uh you know of dc landmarks yeah capital washington, Capitol washington Monument. Monument. whatever yeah but like, then they cut <laughs> they cut just right from these to a shot of the seven, the seven train right. and then the D train. Right. And then an Amtrak train. And then it's like supposedly well, Union here's, station.
2: Here's how little I have faith in lifetime is I was like, this isn't even going to be about a fucking train. I was like, this is just, <laughs> this is them wasting my time. Yes. Like they always do. I was so positive <laughs> that this was going to be a non event regarding the trains, but well,
3: and, and it's just like, I mean, I it was just yeah like why they would have to cut in footage of the, of New York the New York subway. They could. Yeah. They had a. They had an Amtrak train. Just yeah. couldn't they just use one shot of the Amtrak train I and then a, go to I, the I station? I think it was
2: all like B-roll that someone else filmed. That that they that was all just purchased stuff and they bought it in a package and had to use it all. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? If you buy this footage of the Capitol, you have to use the D train. Like <laughs> that's that's my take on this.
3: I, I, yeah, that's a great like story. It's all or none.
2: You know me. You. I'm just trying to find a way to make it all nice, <laughs> Exa- but. No, <laughs>
3: hey, look, I, I just, I mean, I, it was, I found it very entertaining. Um, and then
2: we go to the lobby of the of the train station and there's so many cuts of just people walking that I'm like, who's the one I'm supposed to be looking for? Is it the
3: short, wide guy with the suitcase? <laughs> like, <laughs>
2: right. Is what it like the, the lady in the nice seafoam groom sweater? Like, what's going to happen? Because <laughs> I didn't know what was, but then short, sure as shit, you know the guy when you see him. Yep. He's staring at the clock. He looks completely different. Dead in his eyes, and he's holding a paper bag that he then pulls a gun from, fires the crowd. All right, so yes. seven dead, fourteen wounded. The titles come up. It's day one of a. We find out three day affair. It's July second, and they're at the FBI headquarters, twelve o five p m.
3: Yes, these I love these titles by the way because they they just throw them in at random. It seems like, yeah. like if they they could have just gone day one, day two, day three. No, but it's like day two eight thirty-seven
2: a.m well it took me like three titles to realize that i was supposed to be looking for 12 that like that was the thing that i was supposed to be looking for and so like we're beating the clock like till yeah, we yeah, get to 12 yeah, yeah. i had no idea so i was just like at one point i just stopped writing them down because i was like uh like we these don't even matter
3: no you're i i wrote this first one like day one july 2nd 12 or 5 p.m and then later on i wrote like these they could really they could really simplify the countdown <laughs> perhaps day one day two day three instead of this random bunch of times and places
2: right because it means well, how many a lot clocks and
3: watches did they show
2: so many Like yeah. this is a mostly clock and watch movie <laughs> uh which by the way i'm not great at reading clocks so like i had a lot of panic in me for the people at home that didn't know what that meant because like When I went to Japan recently, I asked a guy the time on the train and he showed me his watch. And I was like, that means nothing to me. (laughs) I couldn't tell you what that says if you wanted me to. And I can't communicate this to you. Like, I just was like, never mind. (laughs) You
3: have to take a picture of it so that you can decipher it later. Like, okay. uh... By the
2: time I figure it out, I've missed my stop. I'm like in a different country. Yeah. so they are putting together a meeting in the incident room, which I love, like the incident room. Oh, yeah. That's if I ever have kids, that's going to be the timeout <laughs> area is the incident room. Like we had our friend of the family who had a son who was like s- kind of special and he ate a basket of Twinkies.
3: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> which,
2: by the way, a basket
4: <laughs>
3: of
2: Twinkies. <laughs>
4: It's it's so many. I've
3: I've never seen a basket of Twinkies. Like is that a gift basket from Hostess?
2: No, like they went to Costco and like unloaded them into a basket. Oh, a
3: basket! Oh my God!
2: I like that was forever known as the Twinkie incident. Sorry, Wags. (laughs) That was. But I mean, she should have known that eventually the kids would realize if you push a chair up to the. Refrigerator, you get a <laughs> Twinkie basket. They could only not know about the chair being, you know, height giving until.
3: And did have to uh, unwrap each Twinkie? Yeah. Like,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. No, it wasn't just like raw Twinkies in a basket. <laughs> Although that would be probably a great way. to A certain type of party, like a 420 party, I would hope to see a basket of Twinkies.
3: <laughs> yes, my I have a friend who worked for Nickelodeon magazine, and and she. Visited the Twinkie factory uh-huh. for uh, as part of the, and it, she said it was like a hundred and ten degrees, yeah, like and just sticky, like everywhere sticky. And then it, you know everybody was in you know whites and everything, but at the very end they give you like this piping hot Twinkie that oh. was just com- but completely unappetizing. Do you want to know how old the guy who
2: invented Twinkies was when he died? Yeah, seventy two. <laughs> I will never forget that. It's like one of those things. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's just part of me. I've never even had a Twinkie. I've never had a Twinkie in my life. It's something I hold, my, I, I've never really been, I went, went to one Walmart when I was like two years ago because my cousins made me because I had never been, but I had never had a Twinkie and I was like, these are the things I'm holding out on in life. Like I can, I've never seen Star Wars, never had a Twinkie, never been to Walmart. I hold these things <laughs> with great pride. But for some reason, I read a book uh, when I was a kid that had like, It talked about all these people that invented food, and I found out how old they
3: were when they died.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Invented Twinkies died when he was seventy-two. That now that I'm older. They would say like he ate a Twinkie. He, Twinkies can't be that bad for you. He died when he was seventy two, and he ate a Twinkie every day till he died. Now that I'm older, I'm like seventy two is not that old. It's not like that's chump change when you're talking about like a long life. However, this was back in the day, so yeah, seventy two. My my granddad
3: was ninety four right. when he died. So. Exactly. Like
2: now, now that I think about, my grandmother died when she was seventy seven. I'm like shit. Mm. I'm like that's not that great. Yeah. She had a lot of cancer.
3: Yeah. She beat the Twinkie guy <laughs> by 5 years, so that's <laughs> She had
2: a leg up on the Twinkie guy, but yeah, I'll never forget that for some reason.
3: Now it's, I won't either. So that's 72. pretty
2: 72. It's part of you now. <laughs> it's once you learn it, you can't. So, they're putting together this incident room, whatever. They found six unused bullet casings yes. on the floor, which I did not...
3: Painted black.
2: I thought it was weird when they dropped the bullets on the floor, but I also don't know about guns, so I thought those may- maybe were shell casings.
3: Well, it went the, yeah, unused... It was an odd phrase, right. unused bullet casings. like Right. Uh, meaning they weren't used for the crime, or or like... Where are you, you going to go get? Just like, like raw ju- bullets. I just want some casings. Right. Can I get the casings? I don't want the gunpowder, the lead, or any of the. You know, I don't want the shells. I just want some casings to you make could a probably little. Probably
2: pick them up somewhere on the ground, like in a certain neighborhood.
3: Oh like, sure, but they're used.
2: The oh right. See oh, right, what I'm right. saying?
3: Like uh, like.
2: All oh, right. Uh, yeah, I mean. Unused. Yeah, you has to go to the bullet factory <laughs> for that. You have to go straight to the bullet factory. <laughs> say, before you put the stuff in there.
3: I need, let's see, I need six for the first, I'm going to need 12 unused casings, please. That's
2: like going to Subway to buy bread. You know what I mean? (laughs)
3: Exactly.
2: Um, So, at the end of this, this to me was the most realistic line in the movie was like, she's like giving them the breakdown. She's like, six unused bookcases, And then she walks away, she goes, happy 4th of July. And I was like, that is so real. Like, that is exactly the, people do that. They'll be like, Oh, I got so much work yeah. to do. And then when I got locked out of my apartment. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. People it, do that all the time. And like, now that I think about it, it's just, I don't know if that's made holidays more special or just, or what it's done. What it has done to the way that we speak. But happy 4th of July was the most realistic it, thing. I
3: absolutely. It was a pure elevator moment. Like yeah. you've, you're like you're with a couple coworkers co-workers that you don't know that well <laughs> and you're waiting for it to get down to the ground floor. And it's like, you know, oh, I left my umbrella upstairs, you know. <laughs> Happy Friday.
2: <laughs> it was exact. That's exactly what it was. It was very Kathy comic, very just like. And I'm like, you know, they, you just said 14 people died like, or 17 people dead, 14 wounded. And some of those won't even make it. Like that was the other thing. Some won't make it.
3: So, like, yeah. And then well, like- shouldn't
2: you be at the hospital? Like, you know, maybe you should be at the hospital offering a helping hand if, you're, mm-hmm. if you know they're mm-hmm. not going to make it.
3: Yeah. Um, I liked when she walked in and was like. All right, listen up, everyone. The shooter was black, white, Asian, tall, short, fat, thin, clean-shaven with a beard. Basically, we've got nothing to go on. Right. (laughs) And it was just like, that's not something you hear in an elevator.
2: It was was crazy. And we can't forget that this is – I love this – is that a guy calls – um he calls the the receptionist office i think at the fbi
3: or or possibly city hall because oh yeah city hall yeah yeah but you're talking about the you finding envelope in front of building call
2: oh no the russian guy yeah 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 so the there's a guy with a bad accent who calls uh okay so there's a middle guy and he decides to play a recording of a russian guy with a really bad accent Like, leaving a list of demands. And the way that he does this is by holding two burner phones up to each other in a public park. Because (laughs) burner phones have such great sound. And the only way to get noise across them better would be while moving in a park on another burner phone. I,
3: I (laughs) I have exactly written down that is crystal clear audio for a device <laughs> held three inches away from a cell phone while walking down the sidewalk
2: <laughs> it's crazy and it's just um, like yeah so clear. i have a clip for us it might be a little bit of your uh white black yellow well, mustache no. she,
3: she does it much better
2: so. yeah
1: all right listen up everyone Shooter was black, white, Asian, tall, short, fat, thin, clean-shaven with a beard. Basically, we've got nothing to go on except these shell casings he left behind. And a call he made to City Hall about the killings. The call to the mayor was a recorded voice, and it wasn't long enough to trace.
6: Excuse me. This is what we found inside the vending machine at City Hall.
1: You the uh, police liaison I asked the mayor for?
6: Yeah. Officer Len Hardy, Washington, PD. Look, anything you need from the city, emergency services, I'll be on point.
1: Thanks. Right. All right, here it is. Listen up, everyone. The end is night. The digger is loose, and there is no way to stop him. The digger. He will kill again at 12 each day for the next two days. I'm wanting $20 million in cash, which he will put into a bag and leave it two miles south of Route 66, on the west side of the Beltway, in the middle of the field. Pay to me the money by 1,200 hours tomorrow. Only I am knowing how to stop the digger you apprehend me he will keep killing if you kill me he will keep killing so now we're dealing with two guys and we've got less than 24 hours to find him.
2: wow mm. that is exactly what i'm about I love movies like this so much. Yeah, I
3: mean, it's just like we've got a hard... You've
2: got me. We
3: have a hard deadline here. So
2: much so that I almost wasn't disturbed by a local police officer walking into an FBI meeting in the incident room, no less, which seems like it would be very top secret and just handing off a piece of paper.
3: Not only a piece of paper, like the main piece of evidence (laughs) from a... and, And then saying, you know, I'm... Are you the police liaison that I requested from the mayor's office? Yeah. Yes, Officer... Lane he sounds like he says Lane, but I've yeah. since found out it was Len. Len right. Len Hardy. Right. Yeah. By the
2: way, I didn't know her movie till or I didn't know her name until we were an hour into the movie. So Oh you mean Margaret? Yeah, Mark, exactly. The big reveal.
3: Yeah, she she reveals her name right. later on in the movie. I had no She's, idea. No, Special agent Lucas, you know. Right.
2: I have I have some name concerns throughout all of this. But Na-
3: name concerns?
2: Yeah, I have name concerns.
3: I I, I found it real very entertaining. Okay. Some okay, of good. it.
2: Good. Okay. Good. Um, so, oh, so he gives her the piece of paper, and then he's like, "If you need anything, let me know." And it's like, "Yeah, fucked hard." Like you work for, <laughs> you work for the local police. Like I'm pretty sure the FBI is comfortable asking you if they need anything. Like she'll break you. Secondly, the digger, not a great name. Not a big no. fan of the digger, especially Terrible. in a handwriting analysis movie. I just felt really fucking uncomfortable the entire time
3: terrible name and and her reaction to it was was the you know da, 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 the digger like i was like yeah i agree like right just the worst the worst then then later on we got the boatman like terrible names for killers
2: really bad and the boatman in particular is just rough so it's uh 215 now um so we see the guy who planted the newspaper which is what held the ransom note um, he's taken out by a truck and yeah. we see this. We basically see this through the reaction of a woman on her cell yeah. phone at the bus stop. We don't see the actual impact. We just see a woman who seems way too happy to see this stranger at first. And then all of a sudden her bright smile turns into a frown as he as we find out is taken out by a truck. Yeah, like, it's,
3: it's literally, like, a seven-second shot of her. Like, right. It, like, it's, like, like this is what we're going gonna... to... I
2: was, like, I can't wait to find out what's going on with her at home, mm-hmm. like, what her deal mm-hmm. is when we catch up with her later at the trauma center <laughs> for, like, having seen this. <laughs> no, in we'll never... Room. Yeah, she's going to... Yeah, we'll <laughs> never see her again. So, um, a guy is at home. He calls to Bobby, who I now know is Robbie, but he was calling him Bobby, I think, in this. And this guy is – we're going to find out his name is Parker Kincaid. However, I was under the impression for this like a while that his name was Robert Kincaid. And I don't know why I thought that.
3: Oh, well, yeah. I, I mean, Robbie and Shannon are his kids. Right. Um, but his first line is, hey, guys – can you stop leaving marzipan in my study?
2: I thought the kids literally ate marzipan. That's what I and, and I was. I was like, what p- kind of lame? Kid? I was
3: <laughs> praying that there was real marzipan, <laughs> like there was just like some little marzipan, half-eaten like marzipan elephants, or you know, in the in the like on his desk, right. that, which would have just. That would have made the whole movie <laughs> worth it for me. Like,
2: what the? Is there like, anything grosser than Mars Bar? No, true question.
3: I've I've been tricked into it like twice as a kid, <laughs> right. where it was just like, oh, we're at the sweet shop, right? Oh, I want this. It looks like a little,
2: little rabbit.
3: or I whatever. Want, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it tastes like garbage. Like yeah, it's, it's it's almost worse than um than carob.
2: Yeah, it's really bad. Yeah. It's really yeah. bad. It's it's kind of licorice-y if, from what I remember, or all like that almond it's almon, extract. It's yeah, almond yeah, meal it's and sick. sugar. Dude, gross. <laughs> There's the nothing worst. worse than marzipan, but marzipan is the name of their gerbil. they whatever. They Hamster never. Or they something. never. I just wrote a rodent. They never give it a, a like a species.
3: No, they never say any like they never identify it. You only see it twice. Once when it's furiously running yeah. in its wheel.
2: And they also never gender identify it. I don't know if you noticed that Bobby calls it "it" the whole time, and I was like, I like that they're not gendering Marzipan. Yeah. But also, it seems really impersonal. Like I gender everything. Yeah. You know. Me too. All my and blankets have like you yeah. know everything mm-hmm. has a name mm-hmm. in a in a. In a Yeah. (laughs) Alleged sexual preference or whatever. (laughs) Um, So this guy kind of, I wrote, this guy looks like Bill Hader. I just wrote that. I don't, I mean, he probably.
3: I can can see that. You can kind
2: of see that. At the same time, I didn't realize he's shades from that thing you do. So I didn't, you know, I didn't know.
5: Yeah. But he's looking
2: at a document that basically is Thomas Jefferson copying in print to having a child with Sally Hemings, which would mean that's, that's the black woman he had a child with, right? That they have yes, covered up for the, years. the
3: slave. Right, view. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah, so that's, like, an important piece of paper that he's allegedly, like, I love it when people are just, like, tooling around with, like, priceless documents or things, when people are, like, National Treasure is just, like, yeah. this would never, this is insane. Like
3: It's in my backpack now. <laughs> yeah,
2: like, every, you guys need to get it the fuck together. Like, are you kidding me? Um <laughs> So we learn that he's a document examiner. I wrote Robert Kincaid. Um, the daughter comes down. She's like, Mars pan's missing, blah, blah, blah. Um, they're talking about just paper and the importance of it. And if this document's real, it's worth a lot of money. Uh, the daughter says that you can't touch paper because oil in the skin can cause a chemical reaction with the paper and damage it, which sounds like it's going to come back later, but it doesn't.
3: <laughs> no, no it's, it's almost like... Um... It's a it's a real turnaround because because he's like and why does it and what what yeah. can it do to the
2: paper? And you thought it was going to be a skin oil movie. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, you thought, well, there's it's just, yeah, like you said, like it's going to be evidence later. But I think what it's supposed to be doing is showing us that he's a good father because oh, this, is a, this is a custody. Uh, right. So they learn there. Yeah. That he's very inclusive with Thank his Thank God work. she
2: knows that for her real life. Like those are the things that make, I don't have a dad, but if I did, I <laughs> <laughs> want to know stuff like this um, but I'm my just, dad
3: was always quizzing me on paper really yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: so um this I wrote here the sweatshirt the girl's wearing is worth a decent amount of money I forget what brand makes it but I remember I had a t-shirt that was made by that company and it was quite pricey and I was like wow who's balling out now yeah, yeah. um so he says no matter how clever people think they are uh, they think they can be it's my job to find out they're not or something i don't know yeah. whatever good for him so the yeah. little boy comes down he says he's there he's watching outside
3: robbie's scared of the boatman
2: so we learn that the boatman is this thing that's been i mean for, for as far as we're concerned at this point the boatman is the boogeyman like he's yeah. just some fictional guy that this kid's afraid the of him,
3: the kid has a speech can't say boogeyman
2: what turns <laughs> out is that the but who the boatman is, and we'll tell you later, is so much more terrifying. And the fact that this kid is dealing with this daily trauma is is actually quite sad. And really just – I don't know how anyone could move past the fact that this kid is in so much trauma.
3: Yeah. No, absolutely. And they, they – but, you know, and he's like, now what do we do when we think we see the boatman? Yeah, Which is, I guess – I guess it ultimately, like I'm sure it's like, are you kind of diminishing the, the trauma when you you know when we think we see him because the kid, I mean, we find out later that it, he's not, you he can't see the boatman,
4: <laughs> right? At right. That point.
3: But like, it's very real to the kid. But then he's like, you know, you get your sword and your shield, <laughs> yeah. and They mime this whole, they have this kind of pantomime where they're putting on this
2: all this. Armor. It's also just kind of like softening, you know, like if you've. See or feel danger? Call the police or like tell an adult and call nine one one. Like <laughs> <Exactly>. that's also <laughs> to, like instead of kids,
3: getting your sword and your shield.
2: Right, the kids like drunk outside of a bar in <laughs> college getting mugged. <laughs>
3: <Okay>. <laughs> hey kid, get in the car. Hold on, I've got my sword and my shield. <laughs>
2: It's like not a lot of preparedness <laughs> for actual life. It's like you know, life will throw you curveballs, as we'll find out. Yes. So at the FBI, they're arranging the money drop, and there's nowhere to do the money drop without uh, without like cops being seen. So they wind up putting copper wiring in the bag so that it can be so it like works as an antenna. And in case he drops the uh, copper wire, or if Casey drops the bag, they put dummy cash in there that has wire transmitters. And I just for like, that sounds really heavy. Like, that sounds... I mean, cash is heavy. It's definitely cash is heavy. heavy. But yeah. if, you know, you were to put a wire transmitter... And what, by the way, it looked like the entire bundle of money was fake. Like, they cut through the entire bundle of money. and in, There was like, a
3: square. Like a square. And it had like little... It almost looked like had little lights running around. It's like a around. hollowed out book. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: And uh, apparently they only did that in the stacks of ones. And I was like, if we're dealing with this sort of cash why is there bundles of ones in there
3: (laughs) (laughs) only the rolls of quarters and nickels have the transmitters in them
2: (laughs) i was like what are they scrape the chain jar over at the fbi (laughs) (laughs) to get this thing together we're
3: gonna put it on a dolly in the middle of the field (laughs) because he'll never be able to carry it
2: so um they find uh the phone recording of on the dead man downtown um they're in bigger trouble now because the guy who was in between is dead. Now that they only have um, the taped recording, the dead man, now they only have the tape recording, the dead man and the letter. Um, And I said, this is a wild conclusion to jump to. Like there has to be more evidence out there. She's like, this is all we have. And I'm like, you could, no, you can make a lot out of this also. Like send the recording to uh, like some sort of audio FBI thing or whatever. There's a lot to be done here.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's like, Then they got to go track down the the audio specialist who's also quit the force because of a different killer. (laughs) It's like they like we got the handwriting. I would just say
2: like the incompetent fucks on SVU could probably figure this out faster. And like those cops are pretty fucking incompetent. Now that I've been really watching with my watching eyes and listening with my listening ears, they really SVU. Those are not those are not good police officers at all. (laughs)
3: It's been a while. I mean, I've seen plenty of SVU and I never uh I've, I haven't really taken a critical eye to it if like I I, I go should. back
2: I went back and like watched the first seasons and like I've gone from Elliot Stabler being my hero to being like that fucking homophobic asshole. Like I'm like this does not hold up. Like the way that he would throw the T word around and like it just was like really I'm um, like, for sex worker or, or, like, for, you know, sex police, you sure have, like, no compassion whatsoever mm, for people mm. in the field of sex work. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it doesn't hold up. Mm-mm. And Elliot Stalem in particular, he's a violent, violent Irishman um, <laughs> who's like, pushes his religion on people. It's a lot. So
4: yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, let's just play this because this is great. They they decide, like, oh, I have the guy. And so then they cut to the blonde girl. And what's the blonde lady? what's her name again? I
3: uh, uh, ancient Lucas
2: Lucas and her boss, who's like this incompetent fuck as well parked outside yes. of his house a mere thirty feet and I'm like, did you just drive her here in silence and then say, "Okay, so here's who this is and he doesn't recognize his own <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's his ex-partner in a car <laughs> and he's playing ball with his kids in the background of the, sh- <laughs> the
2: shot. I would say like not only would I be upset I'd feel betrayed I would feel There'd be a lot going on here for me If I was like you've been sitting across Like watching me and my kids You're, You're in like... my
3: driveway having a conversation About me While right. I, I play Soccer
2: It's, it's really chilling because also just like the, I don't know no respect for this man Whatsoever
6: There's this guy Barker Kincaid. He ran the document examination department until two years ago. The guy's a legend. Used to call him the puzzle master.
1: Why did he resign? Uh,
6: personal reasons. It's complicated.
1: We don't have time for complications. Find me somebody else.
6: No, this guy's the best. He's going to give us the edge to stop that son of a bitch from killing somebody tomorrow.
7: Hey, be nice to your brother. Hey, I gotta go talk to these people, okay? Look, whatever this is about, Cage.
1: I assume you saw the news today about the shooting in the train station?
7: I'd like to meet my boss, Margaret Lucas. I can see your shoulder holster. You know I can't have guns around my kids, especially my son. I'm sorry. I hardly ever watch the news.
1: Seven dead, a bunch more in the hospital The shooter's primed to kill again tomorrow The only person who can stop him is dead The only clue we have is this
7: I resign, sorry You're gonna have to get somebody else
1: Sorry, maybe I didn't make myself clear We need your expertise on the only physical clue we have In order to stop another massacre
6: Look Parker, I'm sorry I know you want to make a clean break from law enforcement Look,
7: oh. I have to get back to my kids I can't do anything for you
1: Mr. Kincaid, I'm sure you have your
7: reasons I do, really good ones I just can't be involved That is a terrible thing that happened. I hope you get a break, but it can't be through me.
6: Look, Parker, we go back a long way. uh,
7: I wouldn't be here if we didn't really need you. Can we work something out? You know what happened, Cage. You know I have my reasons. Yeah, okay. I just thought it was worth a shot. Got it. (laughs) Buddy.
6: No deal.
1: Right, we got twenty hours left. Get me back to the office.
6: Look, I'm sorry. This was a waste of time. <laughs> we'll
4: see. Is she what? Is she
2: going Is she checking thing? him out? Is she gonna oh. black <laughs> him? <laughs> or like
3: <laughs> we'll see. We'll I'm see. I'm gonna kidnap his son and then and then he'll do it
2: because for listeners at home there's an inexplicable shot of the father and son holding hands as they walked out the driveway which in and of itself is kind of weird given the moment that just happened i mean like
4: yeah this yeah. whole
2: thing is so bizarre the way that he turns around outside of the car and is like hold on i'm gonna oh it's just it's a lot okay. it's a lot the way he says especially around my son makes me think that his son has like a history of mass shooting himself like this is the way that you talk about like your weird stepson that you're like
3: let's talk about kevin
2: yeah we we need to talk about exactly like that is exactly what that is like we keep it in the safe. Like it was very scary. <laughs> so um, they cut when they cut in real tight. Yeah, I said the hands saying, Okay, so we go to the FBI evidence soccer and they're putting a huge bag of money in there. Um, yes. And Tom, uh, I wrote Tom is so. Oh, Tom. Uh, so Parker Kincaid is so in the minutia of raising these kids. I like he has pre-made bagels for them out on the counter, and like just thinking of this, like, Mr. Mom routine where it's, like, he's out there playing soccer in the yard and, like, the next minute holding, like, incredibly rare historical documents that really could change history when you think about it. Yeah, absolutely. And also just buttering up some bagels for his kids.
3: Yes, or later on, like, just just getting some fruit salad together for the daughter. The
2: fruit salad really got me. (laughs) Um, So he's, like... (laughs) Um, they were like, "Are you going to get mad at us if we don't?" And he's like, "Nothing you could ever do would make me mad." And I was like, "I would, whole, I almost wouldn't want a parent to say that to me." Yeah, yeah. Like, what are you obsessed with, me? Like, every, <laughs> everyone can get mad at someone. <laughs>
4: Yeah,
3: are you not human? Like, yeah. what kind of, like, uh, that's kind of sociopathic. All right, right? Exactly. one of us is a sociopath. Because hey, I
2: don't feel. That's why you couldn't make me mad is because I don't really feel,
3: so... I also don't love you, but you can never make me mad. <laughs>
2: exactly. So the daughter gets up to feed marzipan. There's so much heat on marzipan. Then next thing we see, I wrote, there's a beautiful woman on the steps, so it's mom. And mom, actually, she does not look like their mom. Like... She just looks like she came from... She walked off Melrose Place into this sleepy neighborhood.
3: Uh, absolutely. Like, she could be, like, you know, lost. Right. And like, just like I'm looking for...
2: I wrote here, so the mob's not dead like I had hoped, which is, like, a really... <laughs> i didn't even like mean for that to be i don't even know why i wrote that i think that was just a genuine
3: moment well sure it's like a plot point of you know like you think oh oh
2: so the bomb must be well because like why else would this sad man be tinkering around all day with his kids like he must be living off a fat life insurance policy yeah um not the dark truth that we will discover um, I think it would have made it better if she'd been
3: well with the whole custody thing. Is but but if she had been dead, it would have added a lot to his character. Like
2: I mean, it could his, have even been like her mother. letters, and, yeah. Like it could have been like her exactly. mother coming in to be like, "I am going to take the kids," or something. You are a creepy
3: widow widower. Yeah, you know, with your documents and your.
2: You are projecting too much onto these kids. Like they're around you too much. And it just feels really sad, which is the truth. Yeah. So. Mom has been uh, away on a vacation. She's like, Jerry is waiting for the car. Uh, Jerry, a very hungry man, um, as we will learn later. (laughs) Um, She says she has to go get the dogs. They've been in the cage at the kennel all week, which like just made me so sad. Yeah. Like I was like, maybe never want to go on vacation because like, you know, Wags doesn't go to a kennel, but he has. Uh, I usually have a friend come here, but he's gone to a kennel. But like in my mind. And again, this could just be me placating myself. He's not like locked in a cage all day. He's like out.
3: Doing his thing. Oh, yeah, with he's, his buds. A, he's out. You
2: it's know? Like he's
3: on vacation too.
2: Yeah, he's on vacation with his friends. Yeah. He doesn't have friends though. I know him. His he... best friend is my cleaning lady. It's really his only friend. <laughs> <laughs> I tell her that every week. I say you're WAG's best friend, Martha. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't know if she believes me, but I'm like, no, really, you're, <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've tried to drive home to her, how much she means to, <laughs> she doesn't
3: even clean anymore. She just comes <laughs> over and sits with wags. She's so cute she
2: always looks at wags and goes, what happened? <laughs> and I'm like, he's never going to tell you. I'm <laughs> <laughs> i'm crying for some reason <laughs> it's so cute but she always goes wise what happened um so so yeah she's like parker walk me to the car <laughs> so he's like you look good uh jerry's a lucky guy she's like you're just saying that he's like no i mean it And he's like well, I wish she wouldn't have said that because now it makes what I have to do that much more difficult. I could have had the process server do this after the hallway. So he gives her a motion. To, she gives him a motion to modify the custody agreement, which is just. That's like my that's how my mom would have let that roll out. Like, let me like let me have like a good moment and then be like, well, you know what? Boom. Like that. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. just like fucking laid Five, it down
3: four, three
2: <laughs> yeah he
3: had your window
2: yeah yeah like let me turn that smile into a frown <laughs> so uh she said she doesn't want to be a part-time mother anymore she's sober now um she wants to be in the home with a mom and dad she um, wants
3: her turn with them he's had yeah. them for two years
2: which is not how parenting works no, no. especially
3: if you have addiction issues
2: right i you also know. was like I'm not clear on, like, your sobriety. Like, how long have you been there? What's Jerry like? Like, you're not even supposed to be dating for your first year of sobriety. How long have you known this man you're marrying in the fall? Yeah. You know? Probably quick to run into, which we'll find out she's quick to back out of things, too. But he's on the phone. Um, Oh, Shannon over here is a little bit of this, which is important. Shannon is annoying.
3: Oh, my God. Yeah. She's a, yes. She's I really, she really is annoying. It, it,
2: that's what sucks about that phase of life is that even if you're like perfectly lovely, like you're just annoying, like you're a nuisance and you can't be helped. And like, you know, between nine and 12, like your wallpaper, like you're just annoying. Like,
3: yeah. I mean, and Ro- Robbie is, you know, is very sensitive <laughs> and, and uh, you know, and like, it's, I get it. I was a sensitive kid and I had an older sister and, and I'm, you know, she was well intentioned. She she was great. I mean, she was mothered me in many ways. But like she she, but like, so I mean, my first impulse was to just, you know, kind of scoff at Robbie. But I, I, I get it. Right. And, and he's been he's been through a very traumatic incident.
2: Robbie's young. You but know. but
3: they are. But it's just there are some moments which we'll get to, which is just like Shannon uh, is just, come on.
2: So, in a moment of stress, he goes outside and cuts down that tree that the boatman was hiding under earlier
3: yes, but well, so we meet his attorney penny uh who who he is gonna straighten things out but then then um uh yeah, his son is having trouble sleeping, yeah, so he goes uh he he goes and sits with him, and he says, "Go to sleep, I'll sit right here which <clears throat> The the way he says it is almost, it's, it's uncomfortable, and it doesn't. It to me like I just remember being at a slumber party of a f- childhood friend's slumber birthday party yeah. one time, and we were all a little, we were a little rambunctious, a little late, and the dad came down and he said, "I'm going to sit here until you fall asleep." All right. So the dad sat on the couch in the dark while we, <laughs> well, and it was the.
2: Is there anything the, weirder than someone else's dad? <laughs>
3: Someone else's dad sitting in the dark, no. like, and it wasn't I think that I d-
2: happened at our, I think that happened at one of our things too. And it was like, <laughs> and it's
3: not like it wasn't, um, it wasn't c- creepy in like some you know cliched creepy way, it was just kind of like it was unsettling to have an adult sitting in the dark, right. while you're trying to sleep, and you're a kid with energy and having <laughs> giggling around and stuff, and then it's just like. Oh, this is—it's like, a. <laughs> this is not.
2: It's a punishment.
3: It, it, it is definitely a it's punishment. It's a punishment.
2: It's like it's like oh, you had fed tonight, and just to make sure that like you don't get into any like your fun is over, and I'm going to stay here until it's really over, and you're asleep.
3: Yeah, and I mean, I I suppose I could try to empathize with the dad, but like. To like go and sit in it's a room. It's because they
2: don't want any little rascals like getting up, and like also, you know, there's a liability. One of you goes in the kitchen, tries to make a snack with yeah, a knife. Yes, we, yeah, so we want
3: to make popcorn over the burner, you right? Know,
2: whatever. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, you and I grew up the same way, making popcorn on the stove. Yeah. None of that microwave shit. Okay, that's.
3: No, you can crazy. do it all with a saucepan. <laughs> I
2: don't. I don't even have a microwave in here. I don't want to die so
3: mm, yeah i can't say the same but
2: i know but i have one in the garage um, <laughs> i figure the rates don't go up yes that's yes. my that's my thinking um so we see a guy in the dark eating oh, out of a canteen he, oh, sorry. oh wait oh, wait quickly ahead, sorry. so
3: sorry he so he he says i'm gonna sit here till you fall asleep and then immediately they cut oh. to him in the dark in the dead of night in the backyard, cutting a tree down <laughs> that he told the kid earlier, like I'll cut the creepy tree down. Don't worry. Right. And so he picks the dead of night to like cut it down. Like and you think maybe the child could help like be there, be a part of the right. cutting down the tree. It might help, you know, but you that's know. why
2: I really, like, he stressed cuts it. Like, yes, like totally, he's
3: like, like you said, just stress <laughs> like cutting just, it like, down. Like, like he dark. looked like
2: he was, I was like, damn, like you're like, you need to join a boxing gym. Um, <laughs> So we see a bad dude in the dark. He's eating out of canteen, which...
3: Oh, this is a Flintstones moment.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And um
3: uh, was yeah. that
2: what the slurping sound was?
3: Yes. Yes, it was a, some kind sort of soup or goulash. like Okay,
2: so his mouth wasn't moving, but it was like... Like, it was a noise that I was like... Is that the TV... Like, what is that? Was that Dino? Or was that... Man. That's a
3: good qu- Maybe it was Dino because Fred was like,
2: get off the table, Dino. Like, oh. I think I,
3: maybe Dino ate the the Brontosaurus burger or something.
2: Oh, my God. I was like, did they just like put in like eating noises, which are entirely <laughs> unnecessary?
3: <laughs> it's leaning over his thermos. But he was eating some kind of a soup, soupy thing. It I looked think. like
2: beans. Was it mean? I assumed it Maybe was. was.
3: I, I think I've got a false memory going on in my head. I also there. just
2: no. go to like a place where I'm like, oh, if you're eating out of a canteen, you're eating like hobo food, like you made <laughs> on the on the engine of your car. You know? Um, well, yeah. we see the dude, uh the dude's lair. This is the other thing. Wherever he's staying, I said it's fucking huge. Like Huge. I Airbnb'd a place when I went to the Women's March in in DC, and it was basically like a New York apartment. And I was like, "They don't have places like that in DC." I was like, "This is the biggest place I had ever seen in my life."
3: I I said the same thing, and I said that like I, the, I would love to live. I would like to live there. Yeah, like,
2: it was. You could it was, make like, it cute. roomy
3: and like. It was not like, okay, there's uh, there's, like three mannequin parts and an old fan, but like it was not... um, It's one
2: of those places that goes for like 20 million in Tribeca. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was industrial for sure, but really good looking. So um, then we see um, a woman on the news who's describing the panic at the train station um, and it sounds really harrowing but she also like i just wrote like a vert, she's like the shots keep coming and we kept running and then we were running and then they were shooting and we ran and ran and ran but they were <laughs> shooting like she just kept which by the way like i don't want to critique a woman in crisis and like if this was real i wouldn't but like she really used the same three words over and over and over again. Yes. Which, I mean, I guess to me, I was just like, you probably wouldn't do much better.
3: But Well, if you were in shock, uh, but, but then but I couldn't get a sense. The chronology is so strange in this film, even right. though it's not. It's just three days. But for some reason, it seemed like, like, especially, yeah, I was just like, we're is this an old interview? Cause like, right. It seemed like they're interviewing her on the scene. Like it was like, not, yeah. Like, and but it's it was already like nine like,
2: 11 footage. So they played it over and yeah. over <laughs> again. Um, but that said, you know, you say like the timeline's just and it's only three days, but at the same time, it does feel like three months. Like yeah. it could, it could easily be like the kid, if the kids grew a foot, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, Exactly. Um, so he's looking over the custody, custody agreement. Um, it's, and then I wrote, it's pretty obvious that he's going to step up and take the case. So 7.50 in the morning on July 3rd, it's day three. Is that right? No. It's day two.
3: It must be day two. It's even day though, two. Yes, I don't know we, why I wrote day he three. He cut the tree down right. in the night. It's day two. And they're, they're – because the guy's going to kill once a day, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So um, a guy comes in and says to um, Margaret, and her name is going to be, security just called about some guy you were expecting. Um which I loved because it's like s- security called about some guy you were expecting. So I was like, "Is he? Is he the one who said she was expecting me, or is he like she'll exe- expect me, or like I didn't know how this? Pl- it was such a weird." Yes,
3: it was such. A, it was almost because then, then they, then it's like she's like, "I knew you would come, right?" Like, but, but so it's almost like that, like he showed up what? in like. <laughs> Like the Manchurian <laughs> candidate just like found himself well, I suddenly there and right. like, you know, yeah, it was an odd. Um, but, but
2: imagine having like the um, self, like just like feeling so like feeling so confident in yourself that you'd be like, you know what? I'm at the FBI. I'll just call this name down just in case, because I feel like he's going to show up. Absolutely. Like you don't just hastily put names down. Like (laughs) any, any guy who sees Parker Kincaid on the, they could pull like a Ferris Bueller and be like, you know, Oh, that's me on the, I'm Parker Kincaid.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Why just like any other day of the week where she's like, I think a guy named Richard might come by today. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) I have
2: a feeling. Um, So she tells him that the document is almost ready to go. Um, She says that she saw how important his kids were to him, so she knew he'd feel compelled to help.
3: And they mention on the news report about two orphans. Right. Two kids were orphaned, and it's like, oh. So he fucking
2: unloads on her all of a sudden about how no one can know he works there. Yeah,
3: like in order to maintain custody of his kids, he has to work anonymously.
2: Right, and I'm like, there's... This is like, this is, he's doing the malls version that I would do, where it's like all of a sudden I'm telling someone my life story, like where I'm being like, oh, my boyfriend and I got into a fight and now I'm moving out. Where, like, really what I could say is just, you know, I'm not gonna make it into work today. You know what I mean, but I have to do the mall's version. He's doing the mall's version, yes. where all he really needs to say is, "It's important for my family that no one knows I'm out here." Like yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, she doesn't need to know about the custody. And then the boatman the showed
3: up. And then
2: my <laughs> wife was drinking too much. <laughs> it was just a mess. She'd come home. She was pissing her pants on the rug. My kids like-
3: <laughs> <laughs> replaced the rug twice. The first time they didn't lay it down properly, and then. <laughs>
2: the price of the rug cleaning alone was cheaper than divorcing her okay so and then there's Jeff always hungry the grocery bill alone I'm paying alimony I've retired um it's just it's so crazy so she says that unless the guy is uh called off he's gonna keep killing great We find out that uh, Kincaid's uh, coffee orders a triple espresso with a shot of half and half. Yes. Yeah. I
3: I have that right here. Cage remembers Parker's old coffee preference. He's in love with him. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Which,
2: by the way, Cage is like a precocious PA. Have you noticed that? Like, he's always bringing coffee (laughs) and, like, always making suggestions that are like, hey, I don't want to, like, overstep anything, but, like, maybe we should do... I have a GoPro in my car. Like, Like, he's really just, like... Are you, you're allowed to help, dude. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? yeah.
3: And totally. I don't know who
2: does get the coffee for the FBI. Like, it isn't. You're right. It isn't a set. There. I don't know you, why I'm saying you're right, but like, it isn't <laughs> a set. It's not like they're going to be like, oh, get the coffee boy to go get coffee. Or there's like an intern that's going to go run the errand. But like, it is weird to watch like a high-powered FBI agent in the middle of like a shooting spree sort of situation come in with a stack of coffees. Yes. Um, that's basically my order, by the way, but at two percent instead of half and half.
3: Oh, I love me some half and half. Oh, you do. Yeah. Too heavy for me.
2: Yeah. Tastes like pudding.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I can. I mean, I can see that. I but it just cuts it the right way for me. I don't know, but uh, yeah, yeah.
2: Um, Okay, so I wrote that I love um, FBI like identification estimates. Like, I love it when they're like profiling someone. That's my shit. So I want to play all this. Here, this is 2157 to 2425.
6: Analysis and notes suggest that the writer was foreign born, been in the country two or three years, poorly educated, at most the equivalent of two years high school. Probable IQ 100, plus or minus 10 points.
7: Yeah, textbook analysis very impressive, very thorough, and completely wrong. This guy's not a foreigner, he's been living here for years, he's well educated, and his IQ is near genius level. Let's take a look at the words on the page. Let's see here. Um, One might misspeak and say, the end is night, but you wouldn't write it. Not unless you wanted to throw people off the scent. The same thing with, I am knowing. Sounds foreign. Yeah, sounds fake. Sounds like he wants us to believe he's foreign.
1: Okay, if he's not from the U.S., though, why would he write 1,200 hours?
7: He did that once, but then here he writes 12
1: if he's so smart, what about the spelling errors?
7: Oh, uh, you mean there instead of there? Well, most people would make that mistake if they were keyboarding at high speed, but it's much rarer in handwriting. Unless you wanted people to think you were dumb.
1: Does the letter give us anything?
7: It uh, gives us the devil's teardrop. The what? The devil's teardrop. Yeah, I
6: remember that case. It was a serial killer. He left notes on the victim's body.
7: He did what the writer here does places a dot above his lowercase i's and makes a small tail upwards.
1: Could it be the same guy?
7: That guy was beaten to death
6: in his cell years ago.
1: Okay, you've shot down every theory about who this guy was, so do you have your own theory? Not yet. Come on, the letter's gotta give you something about him. What his state of mind was, what he was likely to have planned next.
7: I'm a scientist, not a fortune teller.
1: Well, you said he was smart.
7: Yeah, well IQ is measurable, it's a metric. I can tell you he's smart, but I can't tell you what he's gonna do next. I can't tell you anything about his character.
6: The guy is a psychopath. You can't tell anything from his
7: handwriting. Come on. Anybody who says that they can analyze personality from handwriting alone is lying. It's like reading tarot cards and tea leaves. I mean, it's it's bogus.
1: People make a living doing it.
7: Yeah, people make a living writing horoscopes. It's got just as much to do with reality. Chief? I'm going to have to use the document lab if I'm going to analyze this further.
4: Yeah.
2: Absolutely. what do you think her sign is <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean yeah that's definitely a water sign reaction i'll yeah, tell you that
4: yeah
2: um beat to death in a cell i laughed too uh <laughs> you told me while that clip was played that that was one of your favorite it,
3: i mean it was just so uh just
2: matter of fact
3: s- matter of fact and specific and there's another matter of fact moment that's coming up soon that uh also made me laugh.
2: Um, I, what I also loved here is like how unfucking true a lot of the stuff <laughs> he said was. Like the end is. I struggle daily with how many people say "nip it in the butt." Oh, instead yeah. of nip it in, and people will argue with you like i've yeah. been in chat i mean listen i'm a child of the message board generation so like and i'm a loser so like i'm very 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 well familiar with like what people think is the right thing to say flush
3: it out instead of flesh it out yeah, which is what it, oh, yeah. oh
2: flesh it out is is another i'm like i'm i'm like that is not it's flesh it out bitch mm-hmm. i well, yeah. i will uh, have you ever Heard the one where you say you like you say I, you've got another thing coming. People think it's you've got another think coming. No. Yeah, you think that? Well, you've got another think coming.
3: Oh my god. Yeah,
2: <laughs> and I had someone like argue with argue with me until I thought blood was going to pour out of my fucking eyes, <laughs> okay. and I was like, "You've got another <laughs> <The> think <laughs> coming," and they're like, "Well, yeah." You say you think that? Well, you've got another like you thought that, so you've got another think coming. And so, the, first wow. of all, the end is night. I think that there is absolutely some moron out there that would write that. There's probably yeah. some moron writing that right now. Like, in a very <laughs> serious threat, too. Um, and then, there and there and there are... The
3: keyboard doesn't make a difference when you don't know the, the, don't difference, know the difference between those If you don't things. know the difference, you don't know the difference. It's yeah. just
2: the truth. It's like if, A
3: keyboard would probably... Well, whatever. But yeah.
2: I, if, I, yeah, a keyboard would probably, if it, if it had, it would probably auto-correct s- if it had a better yes. sense of what you were writing. Exactly. Yeah. But
3: the, then, but then, but this is on the page. So I guess, yeah. But, but, but that said, either way.
2: All of this said, those are both things that I'm like, have you. I mean, yes, like, let's for, say it for the sake of this movie, because we know the truth. This man is a sophisticated guy that's like, he's coming from the top down. But like, this isn't just a. Uh, It's not true. Sorry, Kincaid. I'm going to poke a hole in your whole fucking operation.
4: Yeah,
3: listen. If he can poke a hole in their first theory completely, like very well uh, researched, very thorough and wrong. Yeah. Then I think, uh, yeah.
2: Prediction. You are going to be thinking about another thing coming at some point in your near future. I think that's going to hit you in traffic or something at some point. You're going to be like, wow, that's really depressing. It's. (laughs) <laughs>
3: it's it's a classic case of overthinking. Right. A, a, an expression about thinking.
2: Right, exactly. You know. Yeah. Um so we see the detective who just stormed off in in the middle of this professional meeting that's highly sensitive and very serious in nature. Um she's crying over the sink and uh pulls a postcard from her pocket. Now I cry at work. I'm that person. I'm totally okay to be like emotional in front of people. I'm really shocked that someone at the FBI level is walking out of a room to cry over a postcard at this point in the movie. I
3: was genuinely thrown for a loop. Yeah. Confused. Um, Cause that's yeah. not
2: the vibe you get from Margaret.
3: No. Yeah. No. Uh, we don't she,
2: even know her first name. No, she's
3: still point. agent Lucas. You yeah. Know? Um, yeah. He says, I'm a scientist, not a fortune teller. And right. then she storms out, and and then she begins to sob. And then she pulls out the weathered postcard, which you which has a fish, and it says
2: "Great Catch" right. on it.
3: <laughs> um, Is that
2: what it said? I never yeah. I never picked up on it.
3: Yeah, yeah, and uh, and then it's clearly you know she's been ha- it's been handled quite a bit, right, and she right. looks at it and then puts it away. And we're like, and I can't help thinking, well, yes, I mean, obviously, it does have something. I mean. There's handwriting on the postcard. So you're like, oh, handwriting expert. I just started thinking like, oh, he's going to... I had a bunch of theories that... I knew we way too complicated for I the film that we're open dealing it with. And
2: it was going to say like Taurus or something on the <laughs> inside. I honestly <laughs> thought she was like opening up like some sort of like thing that had her horoscope. I don't to know to why. A I fortune went to the- cookie. <laughs> I really stayed there too. Like I tried to make it happen, and it just wasn't <laughs> happening. So we go to Kincaid uh, analyzing the handwriting. And don't worry, this isn't one of the great handwriting moments I would have pulled the audio for that if so but he says there's no tremble in the handwriting that the person that's doing the writing is going against years of muscle memory um to make their handwriting untraceable which I don't know if you've ever tried to write something and not your handwriting to see that if you just in case you do decide to write like a I have note. I've
3: I've um tried to disguise my handwriting just for jokey stuff right and like with the right with the opposite hand or
2: Oh, I've done it just in case, like, I ever have to write a ransom note.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which,
2: why would I, why would that come up? Like, what would it, it would probably be like a cookie? Like, what would I be, <laughs> what would I be writing a ransom note for? But, um, anyway, she says, you never know. This, yeah, either this person used their actual handwriting or they had ice in their veins. Uh, he says that there's something under the surface. He says on the sheet of paper, um, it indicates that he had written something else on the pad before this, much like, uh, the Ramsey um, ransom note. Yes, I was thinking of that a lot. Yes. Like, during this movie.
3: And that and that. Um, I can't now. I'm I'm blanking on. I not. I'm blanking on what it's. What was under? Did they find out what was underneath? Um,
2: they there was, was a practice number? versions. Oh of, yes, of the, yeah, of, what, of a the small eventual... foreign faction. My friend, we're part of a small foreign faction. <laughs> 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 Where would you even like come up with that? Yeah. I mean, I know, yeah. I know how, but it's just crazy. No, but
3: I what? Don't you ever wish that you could just have like exclusive video to a moment?
2: Like, oh, a night in that house. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like
3: just even if it's just the however long it took to write that note. What, to, even if it's just the write, note writing part. Yeah, like, just to.
2: I yeah. I do think that, like that's my version of heaven is like one like every like reality show and documentary that I've ever loved just like hours of watching the raw footage that's part of heaven yes like part of heaven is like getting to find out who killed John Bonet. like yeah. watching watching it happen like that to me is heaven and whenever people are like oh like for me like heaven's like getting to watch back on every moment of your life I'm like I already lived that it was fucking boring like I usually wanted out at most moments like <laughs> put me back in the real house of New Jersey that dinner with Danielle Staub I want to see from the minute she sat down to the minute they left like that's what i want yeah I, yeah i love i mean when i was working as a logger in reality tv that was my Oh, um,
3: i you i didn't i wasn't aware you did that
2: yeah i did that for like clean house a reality show on style network i did it for a show called scrappers i, oh, like,
3: I remember
2: you ever scrappers <laughs> vaguely. on spike tv mm. which by the way i like so i love raw footage to the extent that like I think that shows are ruined by editing. Like, I actually really resent it. Like, when Scrappers hit TV and I saw, like, all the wipes they did and, like, the – I was just like, this is not my boys. Like, these are not my boys. Like, in Brooklyn, like, they were, like, you know, kind of serious-ass thugs. And, like, when it got boiled down to it, it's like, you know, it is Spike TV, so it was a little gritty. But it was – Yeah
3: how but how much rough foot i mean it depends on the show but like how so you were logging
2: well i'm a fast typer too so i was like doing a i was really like i was really cooking with fire like i could get a lot done i could get an hour done in probably three hours like get a lot done yeah yeah. um the worst would be like b-roll so like for clean house like which was basically, like, diet hoarders, I call it, because, like, it would just be, like, really, honestly, one of the saddest, most desperate situations you've ever seen in your life. And, like, Niecy Nash would come and be like, you have too much stuff, girl! And, like, that would be, like... We're gonna
3: get you a junk drawer.
2: Right. And, like, it would just be, like... This is like re- actually really serious. This is like a mental, a really bad mental health issue. Yeah, like the dad is codependent. Like the kids are being subjected to this. Like, clean house was really like, just I don't know. It was like trading spaces, but with the saddest thing ever. So, um, <laughs> but like when we would do B roll, that was really brutal because I just had to be like living room, like pickup
3: shot, like just like yeah, long. and it would just
2: be like shots of boxes. So you'd be like. And then sometimes you'd be like purple vase, like, cause like sometimes they'd cut the like what turd, like they'd, um, pan away from the purple vase and then come back to it and then they pan away again.
3: Could you ever fast forward or you had to just um, leave it? No.
2: Cause I, cause you you had I to had to, on. well, usually by the time I was typing time codes and everything, like it was just about the right pace. Like with, with those things yeah, I yeah. didn't, um, I'm a fast enough typer that I could usually type dialogue at the speed it was being said. But the thing that slows you down is the time codes and um, typing who said what. So you'd be like, the names would slow you down.
4: Yeah, yeah.
2: But um, especially like.
3: That's that's really quick. I mean, that's like. Pretty
2: quick, yeah. I mean, I used to be a lot better. I mean, like, I used to be able to do like 80 words a minute, but I can't do that anymore. But I could do, like, effortlessly. Because I just, like, lived on the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So you
3: just, yeah, 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 yeah. I have a friend, uh, a woman I went to high school with, was a stenographer for a while. A court stenographer.
2: That's really impressive to me.
3: Which is, uh, yeah, because it's like a whole nother it's like a shorthand machine or whatever that right. thing is. Like, and, it like, it just, what like, is
2: that? <laughs> It's 13 <laughs> buttons or something, you know? and yeah, like,
3: yeah, it's bananas.
2: I just would be, especially in like a court situation, I would be so afraid of fucking that up. <laughs> and shorthand itself. <laughs>
3: can like, we go back? Uh, can we?
2: <laughs> right, exactly. And like secretary, like shorthand, like from back in the day, yeah. if you've ever seen that. It's like hobo. It's, been ages, it's like that but... hobo. Um,
3: yeah, the hobo. Like, le- like the yeah, triangles code. and yeah, shit. Yeah, what yeah, yeah. What do they
2: call it? Yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's just like this is so unreliable but i i mean you could really you could pull one over on a lot of people if you use that secretary shorthand like but someone used to be like write down this letter or like you know take it yeah it's crazy um
3: so we so were oh, we saying saying were talking about the trying what, what to fake else someone on the pad
2: so it was a-i-n-s-n and then t-e-l um so she thought maybe it was a hotel telephone whatever Um,
3: Yes, they said train station was the first, like, possibility. And then then the end of the word, if it's the end of the word, hotel, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: So they're looking for big impact locations. He might be looking for a hotel lobby. He says there's more letters on the page, but they can't get them. Um, They decide to cover the most likely targets and put small teams in there. So, oh, I see that the bad dude, uh, we cut to him. He's uh, spinning his flip phone around in the dark. He checks his messages. No messages. Really, like the digger. The digger. It's sad that the digger has no friends. Like yeah, I mean, yeah. you would think he wouldn't. But also, where did he think he missed a call and had a voicemail? Well,
3: I But th- the main thing I got was that was they really showed the scar on his forehead.
2: Yeah. Uh, oh. Okay. Yeah. But,
3: but but I think they were saying they're uh, like, well, they wanted you to think that the middleman is missing and then he's not getting instructions anymore which is not because the the hobble the foreign guy got killed by the car remember that they thought was like so they want us the viewer to think like he's not getting his instructions of what to do so he's going to keep killing
2: right right yeah
3: but then yeah well but that's not necessarily
2: i know i know i i don't think i had put that together yet that like he was taking secondary orders like i thought that he was the lead guy still i don't know yeah 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 um, so we learn uh, Kincaid left because he was profiling a serial killer named the Boatman, and it yes. ended at his house where he was going to. Um, he said he was gonna. He's like the Boatman. He said he was gonna do something to my daughter and make me watch. Mm. Which I was like, Ew, like
3: you like, <laughs> dude, dude. You can give details of the crime without like going there. <laughs> like you can just. This he's is clearly the Mall's
2: version. <laughs> 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 So inappropriate.
3: Like I posted a photo of her on Facebook, and like it was at a pool party. But and I thought, like you know, this isn't you know, this is friends and family. (laughs) I I yeah, I loved I loved.
2: i'm gonna die i know
3: <laughs> i love the but this was another matter of fact moment where he's like he's like you know he had a he had a gun on my son he was he's going to do something to my daughter and make me watch and it was there's all this flashback of like they keep flashing back to him fighting these right. close-up shots of him fighting the boatman with yeah. a gun the boatman was in his house it's a flashback it's all this build-up you know and then just matter of factly he's like I shot him, like, just like it, it's 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 a lot of build up for nothing. And really. then he goes,
2: "Do you have kids? Do you have
3: kids." <laughs> <laughs> he was he was going to do something to my daughter and make me watch. Do you have kids?
2: Right, right. And like this is the whole thing where it's like if if the boatman thing had happened, like that name would never be uttered again in my house. And I realize that you have to like. I realize that you have to, you know, make a child confront something so it feels like normal or whatever. Sure. Sure. But I just wouldn't, they just throw around boat man around that house. (laughs) Like, it's like, you know, like (laughs) go hang up your clothes. (laughs) Like it's literally like the most common, commonly used word in the house.
3: It's like, like, like a welcome bet. Like, the boatman was here right. like, you know, and it's like, like
2: oh you mean the guy that almost uh, raped your daughter in front of you like you can't use his name ever again you can't just say boatman
3: and and i guess well like the <laughs> the daughter's completely unfazed by it oh, so yeah, no, maybe she, it's maybe he only made it to the sun and had the gun on the right. sun before
2: she woke up we've learned later they're very heavy sleepers
3: Oh yes, yeah. yes. Lots of squiggling and wriggling around, but yeah. they don't, but they don't wake move up.
2: Around a lot, but they don't wake up.
3: But do you think? I guess when he's telling her about that, uh, the he's just talking to Margaret, right? The, they're at the. Are they still at the office when he's telling about yeah. the boatman? Okay, yeah, and then except
2: and, he says, "Do you have kids?" Yes, and then, before and then she could answer. Cage walks in. Someone else coasts along. Yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: So, so
2: then we go to um outside the Royal York Hotel and we see the bad dude is look the digger is looking at the yellow sheet of paper. Um take he's reading something like instructions. Uh we see um there's plenty of cops around, they're swarming. He stands in front with his yellow paper and his paper bag that has the gun in it. Fifteen seconds till twelve when he walks in. He starts shooting and then walks out holding a paper bag, then drops the six black bullets, and then there's some nice touches in here,
3: but he but he he, uh, he walks from the hotel to the to the theater.
2: Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So, I thought the theater was. I thought the. Okay. I was. I thought they were the same. Okay. Got you. I,
3: I think. Well, because. Whatever happens, it's a little confusing because there is like a hotel sign, but then it's suddenly he's outside in front of a,
2: okay. a theater
3: that says sold out.
2: I saw the sold out and I was like, whoa, that's like a dark metaphor for like <laughs> what's going on here. <laughs> I was like, I, that the sold outside hit me really hard. <laughs> like really hard. It was
3: some brilliant filmmaking there. There's like me- a metaphor, for the, you know.
2: The extra acting in this while never on the screen, was really glaring and phenomenal because one person inside just screams, How are you? <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and I'm like, is he, like, why would, what extra said that?
3: Wow, I, I have to go it's back so, and listen like to that. It's
2: so slight, but one goes, How are you? <laughs>
3: When he goes in with the when the with the gun after they
2: get shot like yeah, when everyone, yeah. after he oh. leaves there's all this like you know just like carnage. and there's people screaming inside <laughs> and it's like maybe he's saying like did you get shot like how are you but yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like I'm like what who thought that that's what you would scream after <laughs> like just bullets get sprayed over an entire family it's like, like
3: in the pandemonium you? you suddenly see like <laughs> your the old neighbor you used to have Barbara <laughs> how are you
2: fucking dying can you call someone um so let's play 3258 to 3702 how are you i mean it was re- i it, and also this might be i did catch a great one in a sound like last year um that turned out to be correct but so this might be like a molly thing where i kind of like invented what was said but i'm pretty sure i heard how are you
6: nine dead 15 wounded he hit the theater up the street from the hotel maybe that was his plan maybe he knew we were there same black casings were found now two of the agents song gave chase but he got away the sketch was the best we could do that's the digger what's this he's got a scar on his forehead other than that he just looks like anybody else anybody else programmed to kill on a dead man's command
1: all right copy it to everybody
6: can you talk to the mayor she's trying to put a press release together
1: can you handle it for me tell her we've got a sketch of the suspect and we're having it distributed as soon as we can
6: sure We've got the entire downtown area closed down. We're uh, searching block by block, building by building.
7: You won't find him. He's planned all his escape routes in advance. This is still the only thing we have.
6: Materials and elemental. Finally. The main trace embedded in the letter is brick dust. Also traces of red clay, sulfur, uh, granite particles, carbon in the form
7: of ash and soot.
1: Does this give you anything?
7: Well, not unless I can cross-reference it with building permits, environmental reports, anything that the city might have that can tell us where this stuff comes from.
1: Well, we can help with that. We've implemented new technologies that help trace source materials throughout the district.
7: I have to take this. Penny, what's happening?
6: The good news is she's not claiming you're an unfit parent. The bad news is she wants primary custody. What
7: can I do to stop this?
6: Well, my suggestion would be that you and Joan sit down face to face. Try to resolve this. Maybe agree to some kind of mediation. If this goes to court, they'll put the kids on the stand. It's going to be really hard for them to look across the courtroom at their mom and say no to her. It's going to be even tougher for you to build a case against her.
5: The best thing we can do is change her mind before it comes to that.
7: I don't know if I can get her to do that, but it's worth a try. Good.
0: I'll call her attorney and make the arrangements.
7: Okay, you arrange it. I have to go. All
6: right, well, we can overlay information from the city and the suburbs from a variety
7: of sources. So where do you want to go first? Okay, uh, I was thinking about the red clay and brick dust. That could be from a demolition site.
1: Right. Contractors would have to pull permits for that, so it should be on file somewhere.
7: Pretty cool, huh? You made some progress since you left. Next. Okay, sulfur. That's the byproduct of a lot of things, um, including vehicle exhaust. No
6: problem. We've got an EPA overlay which shows where it is in its greatest concentration.
1: Generally use this program to model nerve gas and biological warfare attacks. All right, lose the ones that don't connect with the clay and brick dust.
7: All right, particles of granite. That could be from construction. Yeah, maybe. I also had to go to a stonemason's yard last week.
1: All right, so check stonemason's yard, cemeteries, graveyards. Lose the ones that don't connect with the others. Still too many choices.
7: Ashes and soot. Um, I worked this case where that was embedded in the note of a kidnapper, and the kidnapper was hiding out in an old incineration plant. It's not helping. It's my daughter. Is everything okay, Pumpkin?
5: You'll be home soon?
7: I don't know. Um, I'll be home as soon as I can. Is that why you called? Is Robbie okay? He's great. You sure?
5: He was really scared when he thought he saw him in the yard.
7: Yeah, you know what? It's going to take a long time for him to deal with that on his own. But that's why you and I are there for him. But there's something else, right? I could tell in your voice.
5: Is there something going on with Mom? You looked kind of worried when she left yesterday.
7: Your mom and I have some things that we have to work out. But don't worry, everything's going to be fine. You're sure? Yeah, positive. Give Robbie a hug for me, okay? And help Janet out. Okay. You need a hug too? I guess so. I got one waiting for you when I get home. Just be a kid, okay? Stop worrying. That's my job. I love you.
2: No, dude, your job is apparently helping figure out who this guy is that's murdering hundreds of people in the city. (laughs) If this was a movie about a woman, if this the the whole point of the movie would be that she's trying to balance these two things and something's got to give like that would be the entire point of the movie. There'd be no way. That they'd be a great mom at home that's, like, dealing with this. It would be a huge distraction on the workplace. The fact that, like, he's leaving the floor at the FBI. Like, literally stepping away.
3: Linda, Linda, what are you doing? (laughs) We need to narrow these down further.
2: God, she's... You know what? Linda, if you have things to do at home, stay (laughs) at home. Like, it would really be a whole different story. So, I... uh, There's a lot going on here. One, just, like... And when he says, like, oh, once I did something and, like, it led to an old incineration plant, I'm like, then just go to the old incineration yeah. plant. How many of those do you think are rolling around D.C.? <laughs> also, this system seems completely flawed, like, just that there's raw elements, like, look up where the elements it, maybe. It's
3: like a magic, like, it right. might as well be a wizard that they're, like, you know, like wizard, you know, wizard, one time I did a thing where there was some incineration, and then I, like, it's just like, what are you typing in? Like, old incineration plant case guy did a thing, and then... Like narrowing it down from <laughs> exactly. there. No, yeah.
2: delete all the things. It just doesn't make any. Like if you took Finn from ice Tea, if you took his character and dropped him into this, like based on all the other people's skills, he would have this solved in like probably 10 to 15 minutes. Like yeah. The way they're just playing grab ass over at the FBI. That might as well be like a game of like Turtle. Do you remember that game Turtle where <laughs> you learn how to like HTML? No.
3: Oh, yeah. And you I have know, to make the but, little turtle. Because I was when I'm older, so I learned basic, which yeah. was even.
2: <laughs> I remember. Like, I remember. I think we started out. They were still doing that. I remember yeah. turtle like was real fresh when I.
3: So so it was like you were learning how to like build a visual image code or, basically. Like yeah. they'd
2: be like, okay, if you want to turn the turtle purple. Like, you do this, 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 and this. Or if you want the turtle to make a line, you do this, 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 and this. And, like, none of us understood we were coding. We were just, like, trying to make the turtle do something. But, like, you know what what that's called?
3: Brilliant teaching.
2: Yeah, I guess so. But like to to like to this day, like I just was like that turtle shirt sure didn't do much. Like, I,
3: it turned really, purple and did a line.
2: Yeah, like I really don't. I re- I don't remember any coding. I but that is very common with me. Is that like I'll be in a whole thing and people will be like, yeah, that's what we were learning, and I'm like, oh, I thought we. Were, I
3: thought it was just learning about turtles.
2: <laughs> I thought that was just like cool turtle class like i didn't know what that was you know cool the portion where they teach you about cool turtles uh,
3: well the, and one other thing yeah that this was where i noticed well this was one of the scenes where i noticed that uh police liaison len hardy yeah w- always would show up at the very tail end of an investigative scene right. so like the, there there's a number of times where he, he like they're they're just getting onto to something and then here comes Lynn. Right. Like <laughs> kind of peeping around Almost looking like around. Almost like he
2: really doesn't belong there. Uh, yeah, yeah. The best part was is they're like oh this is the best thing we have. The sketch looked exactly like him. Like if you went to a carnival <laughs> And, like, had a caricature guy do your picture. Like, nine times out of ten, they come out worse than that picture. Yes. It was absolutely. the most. I was like, he should hide that in his jail cell. Like, that's a very that's very it, flattering and accurate.
3: It, yeah. It was like a cross between him and, like, an, a villain in, like, an Aquaman comic I totally, had as a kid. Totally. Totally. Yeah. But would hope, totally looked like him. Yeah. You would
2: hope, like, one of your YouTube fans draws that. So, um, <laughs> I just wrote It's insane that he keeps breaking away from mass murder case to handle lawyer talking. Yeah, okay. Uh, We know that. So um, a detective comes in. Oh, the guy, the... The cop that is was his old buddy. What's his name again? Cage. Cage. Yeah. Cage means nothing to me. Like I didn't even write his name down. I, uh, it
3: was. It <laughs> wasn't. It was the last name I wrote down. Literally. Right. Like I was just like, oh, I should. I want to remember the guy who remembered the coffee order, and yeah. so I, that's what made me he look. He means it up.
2: nothing to me. So, no. It, which, by the way, like it's, like some thanks that is, like considering he was the one who brought Kincaid in, in the first place. But he goes in holding the coffee, saying so he was thinking about the soot and ash and the amount of carbon. I wrote, yeah, this is where I wrote. He's a precocious PA at best. <laughs> um, they're like, you, you know, we should go to the crematorium, and then they look it up, and, and the local crematorium is called Graves End, but I thought it was Gravesend.
3: <laughs> that, that that makes sense. It's a common right. My my wife does that a lot where she'll look at word combination, like uh, just she'll right. put the wrong words t- together or the wrong emphasis. Sometimes and
2: yeah.
3: and it's often with comical Ravesand. results. But, uh,
2: yeah,
3: I thought so, it was grav No. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to
2: this, They're going to go storm the place, but not before we see uh, how hot she looks in a tank top. That's right. We do a little. We linger on her putting on her bulletproof vest. Yes,
3: for a and that's and 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 it's during that scene that we find out about her son who died in a plane crash. Was it? I, I'm i pretty sure because I have that unless I've made a mistake. But I have Len Hardy showing up. And then I think uh, when, when – um, Oh, right,
2: right, right, right. right before right. they went
3: to the warehouse. She says
2: she had a son who died in the plane crash and her husband was with him. Uh, she was a special agent in San Diego. The plane went down in the woods. There were no survivors.
3: And she moved um, here to be closer to where they died.
2: right. That was weird, too, when I wrote, like, I feel like if there was a crash on that level, like, it would be nationally known. Like, she's talking about it like this happens every day. Yeah, And yeah, I'm yeah. like, a plane went down and killed the entire, everyone died. I feel like we're still dealing with that plane lighting in the Hudson. Like, I feel like I'm still dealing with backlash <sighs> yeah, no. from that. Yeah. <laughs> so um, she answers her phone. A couple people are going door to door, have a lead. Like, oh, my God it just sounds like trick-or-treaters to me. Like that sounds so casual. (laughs) Do you know? Yeah. And they also say at one point, like we sent out 10,000 copies of the picture and I'm like, just send a PDF. Like, what do you mean? Like, what do you literally photocopy 10,000 copies? Well, it was
3: 2010. Ooh. I mean.
2: That, that is true. You're right. Um, so a guy down the street says they think they've seen the guy going in and out of the warehouse. She tells Kincaid to hang back until they can see if they're safe. But um, Kincaid inserts himself. So there's a there is a mannequin in there. Right away, we see the mannequin. Um he comes around and lets himself in. Kincaid said that this fits with the psych profile for him to have cleared everything out. It's orderly and precise, but the, he notices the TV is still warm.
3: Yeah, he puts his hand on that tiny little mobile, portable type TV. For kids
2: out there, if you don't know, they used to have TVs that were the size of a shoebox.
3: Sh- exactly, a shoebox. Yes, and it was, and they were long and thin. They had a very small screen, but it was like. The the
2: everyone's weird a, a uncle very deep, had one of those. Very
3: deep, yes. Yeah,
2: they were really long. They yeah. were really long. I mean, that's where that's. And often the- had a
3: dial yeah. instead of a chain. Yeah, that's
2: where the TV stuff went. All the way back there. It was just yeah. so, it was a really, and everyone, it, the only people who had it was like someone's weird uncle that lived in the garage. Like they were very, <laughs> that was a luxury appliance.
3: Oh, have. absolutely. Yes. Um, yes. And it was, yes, he puts his hand on it. Oh, TV's still warm. He can't, couldn't have been gone long.
2: So can Cade find some paper jammed into the wall? Yeah. Um, he says it looks what, like what the demand letter was written on. I was like, you mean a yellow legal pad? Yeah. Um, <laughs> She gasses a mannequin head. She finds a bomb. She tells everyone to run out, but Kincaid is, like, dead set on pulling this piece of paper out, um, which, by the way, they all should have directed their attention to the piece of paper. There's nothing else on the whole place except for the bomb, you know?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Um, so the shot of the three of them running away from the place, we should add that Cage is a moron and, like, trips and, like, breaks it break- his
3: It falls down the stairs, breaks his leg.
2: So they have to, like, haul him out of there together. Um, and Kincaid slows up the whole process because he's obsessed with getting this yellow piece of paper
3: Yes, out. I mean, it was it, it was a little like, dude, I mean, just gingerly trying to pull it out of the, right. you know, whatever, you know, yeah. It was, and,
2: I, I mean, I think that, like, both of them are a little psychotic for these actions because on one hand, that piece of paper's no doubt very important. True. On the other hand... There is a bomb about to go off.
3: Yeah, yeah. It it was.
2: And we know that the digger does not fuck around. Like that's not some like false attack. Like this is this is a this bomb's gonna blow the windows out. Yeah. Which is another reason why you and I started. I mean, we really got started on the budget talk because that was an impressive blowout. That very they impressive. Did. They blew the windows out. It was a two story. stories
3: of windows blew out. And, and that's it was expensive.
2: like. I've never dealt with budgets like that. Like, what do you think that would cost to do something like that? Because you have to have
3: I mean, pyro
2: and, like.
3: Yeah, pyro for two floors and then, you know, the whole crew. Like, that's going to be.
2: Isn't Don't you have to pay the actors more when you expose them to smoke?
3: Uh, that's a good question. I, you d- I, I know I don't,
2: you don't, do, but I'm like, would they be exposed to that? Because it does seem, I mean, they're not going to have the three actors actually running away from the. That was green screened right?
3: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, or some weird pull of focus where they're super far away and it makes them look like, but, but yeah, I, I mean, it's gotta be, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of dollars.
2: Damn. Yeah. I, I have a theory that, and and I could
3: be way off. What's that?
2: No, I was, I was just telling the audience that I have a theory that this is retro. This was purchased retroactively by lifetime after it didn't quite meet the dreams of the, um, Filmmakers,
3: yes, yes, the um, uh, Paramount, but also the film studio patriarch, patriarch studios.
2: I've never heard of them?
3: They've done a lot. I looked them up. They've done some other Lifetime movies. But what an odd name! name. Yeah, no, it's It's not good. Patriarch. Yeah.
2: Like yeah, it's almost like things aren't right in this town.
3: I just thought it was very funny. They the huge explosion. They all get blown, yeah. you know, a few feet into the air. Fall down. As soon as Parker Kincaid lands, he picks up the paper and looks and starts to study it. Oh, like things, God. things are still flying. Like they're, no, they. No the
2: best I love is the whipping wires. Yes, the, the whipping
3: 11. wires. And he literally like picks it up and like starts to look at it right there on the scene. <laughs> <laughs> it's <What>? like, wow. <laughs> yeah, wow. I,
2: mean, I know you're addicted to your work, man. But, <laughs> but so you the might, next day yeah. at the FBI headquarters, we find out that the ten K copies have gone out. Uh they're asking newspapers and T V to run it as a lead, which seems like an odd ask. It seems like what else is going on that they would run as a lead? Um, <laughs> he says that the place is wired and booby trapped, blah blah blah, whoever they're the guy's one step ahead of them. So we're gonna play forty five twelve to forty seven fifty one
7: hey what happened out there place was wired booby trapped I must have figured we'd find the place eventually yeah whoever's behind all this has been one step ahead of us all along but now we have this and it might tell us where the next target is it's mainly doodles but seem to be letters underneath can you write this down yeah
6: Okay, shoot. Lowercase
7: a... L... L... -L A-L-L. Yep. Lowercase i... and... uppercase n. I, n for Norma. Mm Mm-hmm. And there appear to be... some indentations on these other sheets. Some are... Quite deep, others are very faint. Another lowercase I. With a line ruled under it and four uppercase S's. Don't scratch that. They're dollar signs. It appears as somebody was working something out here. Trying to put the final elements of a plan in place. Why write it all down? Maybe the digger's not all that smart. Maybe he needs it all spelled out for him. That mark on his head could be from a head injury. He needs it all written down, step by step, and the dollar signs are there to remind him what's in it for him.
1: Does it get us any closer to him?
7: It might, if I can
1: decipher the
7: rest of the scribblings and fill in the gaps between the letters. I need to run this through a program that would remove the scribblings so I could see what was originally on the page.
1: Doesn't give us a lot to work with, huh?
7: It's like a crossword puzzle where we're missing half the page as well as all the clues. How's Cage?
1: Broke his leg. Someone else is going to have to pitch in that softball league he's in, but other than that, he'll be fine. By the way, next time I tell you to move, move or I'll leave you behind.
7: I need to run this through my lab at home.
1: You can't do it here?
7: Nah, been away for my kids too long.
1: If you don't mind, I'd like to come with you. Right now, that's the only piece of evidence we have to our names.
7: Sure.
2: Wow, we were just talking about that—that that first that like they slammed Cage pretty hard yeah. by saying that he a uh, softball, a woman's sport. By the way, it, do guys. I mean, do guys traditionally ever you, play softball. I,
3: I was in a I was in a fast pitch softball league when I was in fifth or sixth grade. I did do little league l- later. Yeah. I don't know why, but it was but it was intense. It was fast pitch like it yeah. was it was. Uh, but yes, so I guess there are.
2: Uh, they're shading him.
3: Oh, they're shading him. Yeah. <laughs> Big time. I mean, not. A, I mean, softball, knows softball. They right. don't mention like you know. Well, he won't be here to help with, to give us his invaluable right. help on the right. you know, like what about my espresso? Oh, right, right, right.
2: You're right. They never. You're right. They never said anything about the quality of his work. I'm sitting here thinking like, yeah. I mean, he also can get groceries. This is a time before Postmates. Like, does anyone? <laughs> Want to offer to go pick him up some groceries or something? Like, is he okay? Maybe give you some fresh fruit? I don't know. Yeah. Um, That's where I go with it. So um, the digger's alone in his um, home or apartment thing. It looks like a real place. That's what I said. It looks like a a nice kind of home.
3: Yeah. it's uh, You know, that's another um, uh, uh, – hold on. I'm trying to uh, get lost here. Uh, That's another um, time – when I thought uh, that they just got it really weirdly wrong because it's supposed to, I think it's supposed to like it seems like it's supposed to be like a rooming house, like a you know, like oh, yeah. like a like a like he's a rented a roo- well, just rented a room in like right. a you know, but but there's like a microwave, a coffee maker, and then a a double boiler, a huge yeah. double boiler pot on like a on a um you know, what do they call this? Uh hot plate, like, yeah. burner. Like, yeah, it's just, like, way too rigged out for, like, or homey. Like you said, like, it looks like a real home. Yeah, it
2: looks like someone lives there. It's, that's actually a really good point. This is a, yeah, an odd amount of stuff for no matter where you slice, how you slice that. Um, so, they get back to the place. She decides to reveal to him, you know, oh, I'm following you home with this document. I might as well tell you my name's Margaret. Yeah. Right?
3: The the big reveal. uh, Um, Margaret. Then
2: all of a sudden, the babysitter, our second shot of diversity in this movie, uh, comes out and she goes, It's Bobby, the The... (laughs) boatman. Like, again. I I wrote. The horrors that (laughs) they've lived through.
3: I wrote, Robbie is, all caps, of course, scared of the boatman again.
2: Right. Oh, it's it's Robbie, by the way. It's, I keep writing Bobby because I got stuck on the dad's name being a robber. Yeah. The jump. Um, so he tells him uh, he heard the boatman in the garage moving around. Um, he's going to go look. Margaret and Janet are going to stay uh, stay with him. So the kids I, I mean, I had a single parent before. Like, you don't trust any other adult that your parent brings around when you have a single parent because you're like, what's the deal? Like, are you gonna hurt them? Like, are you dating? What's happening here? Like, as a kid in this situation, both of these kids were way too cool with Margaret.
3: Yeah, way too comfortable. They didn't. You need a
2: title. you need like I need to know how what how you are here what you work. I would have clammed do. up.
3: I would have like just like he would have come back up, and I would have you know we would have just been sitting in silence while the babysitter and Margaret like made small like awkward small talk.
2: Exactly. <laughs> but
3: and and another thing. So he's downstairs. The do- neighbor's dog Chester. Got, yeah. Got in. But this is my granddad's name by the way, Chester. Really? Yeah. Which, you know
2: Chester um, was a cutie and I was worried that well, I mean, I guess back in the early two thousands you still let your dog run around the streets. Now you would never do that. Yeah. But in post nine eleven you wouldn't let your dog run around the <laughs> But never, never. yeah, no, like cute little fat beagle in your drive or in your garage. How cute is that? Yeah.
3: But, but that was like the one that was the one um, like they almost got with like just that cheap scare of they like, you know, gotcha. clatter, clatter, run <laughs> like, huh? But he, but he, if you think about it, he was downstairs for literally two minutes. Yeah. He comes back up. They've been. They were sitting in the living room. He comes back up. They're all in the kitchen. The babysitter's drying a drying dishes. There's fresh cut melon out, and they, and then there, the the Shannon of course is. Hey Robbie, remember that time we got sprayed by a skunk? And they're all laughing, like I've been. My dog was sprayed by a skunk. I don't laugh when I think about like that that was not a like no, a happy the,
2: these people are way too okay with trauma like they're just between the casual mentions of the boatman. like <laughs> the mason just comes out the boatman. i'm like wouldn't just for insurance purposes alone you want to whisper that like the neighbors are like probably like there was literally a fucking rapist and murderer in our backyard and why it's because of this kincaid asshole over here just bringing him into the neighborhood i mean this is by the end of this movie. You will learn that he is an insurance risk, to say the least.
3: Absolutely, yeah. And do you the,
2: think it's like harder to get insurance if you're in the FBI?
3: Ooh, I, I. That's a very good question. And I have no idea. Or if do they you're have in the
2: CIA? Do, oh. do you lie to the CIA about your job, or you do it? Does you, lie, do you lie to the insurance company. companies? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean that. Wow. Yeah,
3: some deep state. <laughs> shit just so going you, on there. I'm
2: not paying for that. Okay.
3: Hey, State Farm. <laughs> I work at Best Buy.
2: <laughs> I'm not paying for. Some- <laughs> all right.
3: So. Not, I don't want the CIA coverage. What if they're what all thinking?
2: on Obamacare? That would just be. That would be giving. That would be giving them exactly what they want. Those Republicans. So, um, okay, Margaret and Janet. Yeah, blah blah blah. We're we're they're really good friends. So, um. Oh, this is the other thing. She tells the kids that she's one of their friends from work. And I wrote, he's not supposed to have an outside job.
3: Yeah. That's the second time there was a reference to that. It right. seemed like, like, and I kept, yeah, I was Don't definitely like. Don't you remember like, the custody case? Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> hey. <laughs> like, right. Work. What work are we talking about? Like, right. oh, you brought my daddy the Thomas Jefferson letter? <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. She's a potential buyer for the letter. Um, so... I wrote. Why did I put something about the boatman puts a real strain on a yes, marriage? Yes, this is the
3: because Parker they, he does the sword and shield theory. He yeah, t- tells oh, her yeah. about that, and then he says he says to her. Parker says to Margaret, something like the boatman can have a real strain on a marriage. <laughs> <laughs> which
2: oh and then he goes she had her own problems too yeah, yeah. he talks about like yeah
3: look it was a, i don't want to just blame the boatman i mean he was he was beaten to right. death she in his cell years gin, ago right?
2: But, <laughs> right exactly
3: oh wait no that was the other guy sorry Right. but yeah yeah uh the boatman was shot he shot the boatman but yes yeah So yeah. Yeah.
2: annoying ass shannon comes in and she goes uh I'll Are see you gonna again marry sometime. my dad? <laughs> no, <I know. laughs> she goes, I'll see you again sometime and Margaret's like, Uh I hope so. And she's like, Dad works too much, he doesn't meet enough people and it's just like <laughs> First of all, you psychopath. Like, why aren't you running this woman through more tests? Like, this your dad is all you have. Like, do you not get it? Like, yeah. all that stands between you and, like, immediate danger is this man. And you're just passing him off to Margaret from, quote, unquote, work. Like, your dad is retired. Like, Yeah,
3: what's the work? Like, that didn't send up a red flag, like, automatically.
2: It's weird how for children who have lived through such horrors, they've learned no lessons about, no. like, what humanity is capable of. Like, I mean, which I guess is a testament to Kincaid's parenting. But, like, this is.
3: But there needs to be a little stranger danger.
2: Yeah. And also, like, just, you were right. Like, no child, like, asserts themselves like that. Like, when you're a kid, like, in some adults in your house, you're just like, oh. Like, I just would dead-ass silent.
3: Yeah, it would take a lot. Right. Of time. Like, a couple days of really fun events or right, something right. for me to be like, Hey, maybe see you again. Like, or so, you know, <laughs> like it's, it's just, yeah. It, but this is like, literally they've shared some melon or right. something. <laughs> just about like, the skunk. Yeah, yeah, How yeah. that
2: even came up. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, he's, she's like, he's like, Oh, I'm going to be pulling an all nighter on the document. She's like, yeah, me too. And he's like, but I can't come in tomorrow morning for, I need an hour to go to court. So then we see again the mall's version, uh, and then we see that someone's watching them from outside.
3: Yeah, they, they, that there was a weird cutaway. Well, and before that, we had the first hint of romance when their hands touched. Oh, but, yeah. right, right, right. I mean, you know, and then there was like a, and that that was like right before I think Shannon came in with the like, "Are you gonna oh, come right,
4: back?" Right, right. And, and, yeah, Shannon.
3: but then yes, they had that weird cut. I couldn't tell. It was strange. They cut... Like, it was a weird, like, someone's watching perspective. Yeah. And and
2: I was, like, probably the... I mean, you're just yelling the boatman. Probably his son. Like, or someone. Or the
3: digger. Yeah. Yeah. Someone. One of these Uh, dumb named, like, killers.
2: The digger. I mean, why would he... Okay. Anyway. Day three, (laughs) it's 8.30 in the morning. So, um... They need to keep... They're saying we need to keep moving forward. Keep everyone on high alert. They're trying to keep, uh... The areas where large crowds gather together. This is actually, is this the 4th of July now?
3: Yes, because people, people they're saying, like, people are saying, if we don't celebrate July 4th in a traditional fashion, the
2: digger will win. Oh, you know, right, like right, that right, right, of- right. And uh, we should point out that all of this, like, legal proceeding taking place on the 4th of July, I mean, I don't know if L.A. is, like, the rest of the country, but, like, people are gone on July 2nd and they don't come back till the sixth like professional. I mean, isn't 4th of July like a legal bank yes. holiday? Like no one shows up anywhere. These people are doing like not just court proceedings, but like pretty like run of the mill, like mediation. Like that does not, need, this is not a rush job.
3: Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. 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 They're in yeah with the um the custody thing yeah yes yes sitting down with attorneys that was on the fourth of July yeah yeah
2: and so uh, the ex wife is saying she's sober we cut to that now and she's saying she wants the kids um uh, he's like well you just went on vacation you didn't take them she's like I can't leave the country with them um which is like good I think you know I guess the <laughs> courts recommended that but that's typically the case like she acted very wounded about that. Um, and, but I was like, that's kind of gross anyway. Like you're there with Jeff. Like who is Jeff? Like Jeff yeah. could be a fucking pedophile who found you. Okay. Which by the way happens. Like I guess absolutely. that happens. I, I'm new to this thought, but apparently single moms should not be talking about their kids on their dating profiles because that can draw on a pedophile and who yes. knows who Jeff is. They've been through enough.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Um, so he's like, I gave up my career to be with them. And they're like, well, the kids are, you know, you gave up your career because you almost got the kids killed. Um, they have dueling reports from child psychologists, yeah. which is just, guys, you can get a doctor to say anything you want.
3: Yeah, exactly. That was my
2: takeaway. Um, the The best part was, like, the lawyer looked almost surprised. Like, they looked crestfallen. Like, when P-Penny? they realized. Yeah, yeah. When she was like, and we also have, a, and they were like, Oh, uh, I didn't fuck like they were like that was my ace in the hole man this letter
3: and 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 joy uh jones lawyer
2: um yeah.
3: who's pretty good actually by the yeah. way like he just, just he played it straightforward like a shitty like a yeah shitty good lawyer would do it you know
2: I bet he books a lot yeah yeah yeah
3: um he they had like they had the better evidence they had like that not only did they have the dueling report but they had like a couple extra reports or yeah. something I can't. and remember she's what...
2: a drunk like that's a bad sign Kincaid like when your newly sober wife is showing up way more prepared than you mm. you've only been working on this for two days okay that's not really an excuse yeah so um, Kincaid tells the FBI agent to pull his car around back oh Harvey he tells them no guns in the house um, then he goes into that we're using the nanotechnology to slice a sheet of paper like a gene, um, layers and layers, so you can see yes. inside side. I love that. I mean, because to me, I'm like, I know exactly what's going on. You're slicing that shit. Like, I get it, like a gene. I took science, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I've seen that diagram. <laughs> i've seen it so he goes there might be letters or words or phrases phrases that hold the clue so it's eleven fifty seven. the shooting will happen at noon Um uh, 12 p.m has passed and there's no calls no movement
3: so yeah and the, like it's like two or three before noon like you know there was there's not a lot of i mean they kept looking at the clock but like there wasn't a lot of panic or like even, right. you know, like, fuck, I can't find it. I can't find anything. You know, like there was just kind of this resignation that they were
2: every minute that they spent like kind of dilly dallying, like looking at the clock. I was like, do you guys get it? Like, do you really get it, though? Like what's on the other side of this? Because <laughs> what happens is, is like inevitably when that strikes noon at about noon, oh, one, you're going to get a call. That upwards, if the guy's doing his job right, upwards of 14 people have died today. Like, you've got to, like, and they're just, like, watching the time pass. Like, it's about, like, the Macy's Mm -hmm. semi-annual sale's about to start or something. (laughs) So, we're going to play 5840 to uh, 101.03. It's
1: Lucas. Nothing from any of the units. Ours Metro Transit Police. Okay, great, thanks.
7: Yeah? Really? Nowhere? Thanks. Nothing. I
6: don't know, maybe he got cold feet when he saw how many guys we had out there.
7: Could be. You don't think so? I'm interested in fact, not speculation. You got anything yet?
6: No. Just random letters. Daddy, can I have something to
7: eat? back. Hey, how about some fruit salad?
5: Yeah, um, can I ask you something, Dad?
7: Sure, pumpkin. Have you lost marzipan again? again?
5: <laughs> no. I just wondered if I can stay up for the midnight fireworks.
7: Yeah, midnight? You can stay awake that long?
5: I just really love to see them. It's so beautiful. Everyone cheers and waves their flags. I've seen it past 12 before.
7: Um, yeah, that's a great idea. Why don't you, me, and Robbie stay up and watch the fireworks? Okay. I'm going to go back to work now.
6: Hey, so you think we still need to go through this stuff? Well, the guy didn't show, right?
7: Hey, I don't think we should drop our guard just yet.
1: The three days are
7: up. Shannon just asked me if she could stay up till midnight. 12 midnight. The demand note didn't say anything about noon.
1: It said he was gonna kill at 12. You really think he'd give us an extra 12 hours to stop him?
7: It's also another 12 hours for him to set up something really big. We're not done with the digger yet.
1: Listen, you gotta give me something solid to go on this time, Kincaid, if I'm gonna ask the mayor to keep the whole city on lockdown for 4th of July.
6: Kincaid, okay, wait a sec. It's the 4th of July.
7: Yeah.
6: How do people celebrate? And where in D.C. do they go to do it?
2: One of my favorite ways to watch Lifetime movies is on the Lifetime Movie Club, streaming 100 Lifetime movies anywhere, anytime. New movies are rotated in weekly, so you will never run out of new, juicy movies to watch. Plus, listeners of Mother May I Sleep A Podcast get an exclusive one-month free trial. Just go to LifetimeMovieClub.com and if you're still not convinced, let me tell you about this month's movies. We've got I Am Elizabeth Smart, which I believe was produced by Elizabeth Smart, has Skeet Ulrich in it, and it is beyond creepy. It really... If you ever thought you knew what happened to Elizabeth Smart, watch this because you didn't. Uh, Cocaine Godmother is on there. How could anyone not watch a movie called Cocaine Godmother? And Rules Too Late to Say Goodbye and Committed. Again, to get your free month of Lifetime Movie Club, go to LifetimeMovieClub.com malls. That's LifetimeMovieClub.com M-O-L-L-S for the exclusive to us offer of one free month. I just wrote down i don't know where they sell it why would i know that like that's not a cut to commercial like oh my god oh my god
3: they're all gonna be at the wait where are they gonna be right i
2: don't like like rfk stadium like if it was like i'd be like oh times square if it was new york yes exactly but but like no one really knows anything about dc yeah
3: i mean we, i mean, have yeah, i've spent lived in the area so i like i know like the national mall is a thing and probably, right. like but like that's not you know uh, uh yeah I, I don't think that's nationwide you know like i don't know just a lot of people are probably gonna be like when we got
2: to the woman's march i was like why are we going to a fucking mall and then i was like oh (laughs) oh okay i was like i who know that this was called a mall i was like i had no idea it's just a strip of grass y'all like
3: (laughs) there's no piercing pagoda
2: (laughs) i was like this seems like what we're meeting at a mall that seems weird and cheap um where's the history (laughs) exactly um so you know, this is a great this is a great thought. Yeah, the noise of a firework, which is I hate fireworks. They're so annoying.
3: I despise them. And
2: you know who loves them? Of course, our our mortal enemy, Shannon.
3: Oh yes, yeah. wants to stab and watch him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Fireworks We're, are for children. I will say, like they really I see are for adult children adult and simpletons. Them. Like, yeah.
3: like you know, uh, just people like that loud noises. Like, I don't know, I, I didn't, I mean, I have, our, my dog hates them, but yeah. like, even before that, it's just like, okay, when I was 13, I thought they were kind of cool, like, like I would buy some bottle rockets and whatnot, and like, you know, set off black cats or whatever, but right. like, that's it, now it's done.
2: Are you familiar with the app Nextdoor? Oh, yeah. Okay, we had a, there was, you know, Glendale is my beautiful community, I love it so much here. Um, but there was quite a to do surrounding the fireworks at Glendale. you know, there's a lot of egos involved. Some people love the fireworks, some hate them. But the next door app was a blaze uh, on the day after Fourth of July.
3: Oh, the day after, okay.
2: Yeah, Kelly Morris wrote, I believe animals can take Valium. Given that the French used to masturbate their kids to sleep, Fido may survive the temporary days. I just moved here and was actually super happy when they started going. I'm sorry, but they're so beautiful, and it was a lovely sight from my bed. Peace sign emoji. And then she wrote asterisk, I can't believe I have to correct the word masturbate. I was like, girl. (laughs) What the f- first of all, what is going on in Glendale? Secondly, the French used to masturbate their, their kids, kids to, to sleep, sleep. <laughs> Second, third of all, this is your response to people being like, the fireworks really upset my dog, and also they're illegal in this neighborhood.
3: That is, I can see why you saved that. Like, the
2: Great Glendale Fire happened a few years ago because someone flicked a cigarette off the 101, okay? Uh, so Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We don't need fireworks up no. here. That's absolutely the last thing we need. I don't understand the egos involved in fireworks either. Like people just like wanting to buy them and light them off. I'm like y'all are drunk idiots. Yeah. Like
3: it's I just it fills me with rage. I like, love my
2: drinks. I love like my my summer fun. But the last thing I would want to do in that state is light a fire. And like yeah, that that does nothing for me.
4: Yeah.
3: And me it, it makes
2: wags upset. Um, yeah. So <laughs>
3: we have to build a little special cave in our closet for Olive. Like, yeah, like, like so she can go in there. Luckily, well not luckily, but she's thirteen, so she's losing some of her hearing. So
2: he's losing his hearing too. I it's think it's a tough know, day. It's yeah. a tough day when you come home and he doesn't know you're home. Yeah, right
3: away. yeah. You
2: know, um, I will say, what neighborhood do you live in?
3: I'm in Frog Town, so I'm oh, not right, far right, away. right. So and,
2: it's not that bad over here, though, is it?
3: Oh, it's 4th joy. Fro- July. Is it
2: Frogtown? Yeah. Is it bad? Oh,
3: it's terrible. Similar it, area. It's we're start- not far. No, we're not far. And it starts, so it starts, you know, weeks before. Like there's always. Oh, right, And right, then right, it right. peters off like for about a week after. But like the night, uh, it's just like a war zone. Like it's just, it's amazing. Like it's full on dynamite. Like it's like, like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. you know. Um, yeah.
2: No, you're right. I guess like before this, I lived at like. I've always lived in areas where there's that's not happening.
3: Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, so. in Bro- when I was in Brooklyn, there was I was in a Red Hook and it was bad there. But like, at least it was finite. Like, you knew like they were gonna do their thing for an hour and then, right? You know. But here, it's just it's, like just all night. Like, yeah, you know.
2: And there are those assholes that hoard them, and like, yeah, yeah it happens all summer. Where are they going to buy them? Mexico? Someone said Mexico once to me. <sighs>
3: uh that i mean well i'm sure you know i don't know they're available i bet
2: they're legal in vegas
3: yeah i mean i I, when i lived in new mexico i mean there was places like over certain uh geographical lines you could get get them but i mean who knows but yeah but on those
2: parts of new mexico where everyone gets welfare
3: um no, no i was in i well no i was in albuquerque i lived in albuquerque yeah
2: when i was in albuquerque some waitress was like you guys from la we,
3: we talked about this yeah
2: it was fascinating to me
3: yeah but i can't remember that wasn't the case
2: yeah but, I, I think it's probably a new thing but she was saying it to me like you should fuck the la thing like come here we have welfare for free and I was like, tight. Like, okay. <laughs> now I know. But
3: <laughs> But you don't have
2: uh, no, uh, like, everything it's else. it's like the Twinkie fact. Like, it's like I'll just carry it. I, can't, <laughs> I will never unforget it. That like, if all else fails, I got 200 bucks a month waiting for me in Albuquerque. Yeah. Um,
3: <laughs> oh, so fireworks, masks, the gunshot sounds.
2: Yeah. So the digger's at home loading his gun. Uh, Shannon invites Margaret to stay and watch the fireworks on TV. She's going to make a cake. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, Finally
3: going to drag her ass in the kitchen and make something right. so her dad doesn't have to cut up a fruit salad. And,
2: like, either she's old enough that she can work an oven or, like, and, and like, she ha- can go get her own fucking snack, like, or, or they're letting a child operate the oven. I'm not clear on where.
3: That's a really good point because, like, she's not old enough to stay up to midnight without asking. Right. But she can make a cake on her own. I don't know. I don't know if that, that tracks. And then tracks. We'll find
2: out they don't even stay up till midnight. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a They're ruse. Peacefully like, asleep. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Like, re- dad's reading to them. And yeah. it's, you know, probably 9.30.
2: <laughs> Switch the clocks <laughs> forward. Um, uh, she said she loved you, but she has to work. Uh, And then she says to him as they walk out, ironic, isn't it? I lost my family and you got a career. You gave up your career, but you get to be with your kids. First of all, that's not at all similar and secondly that is not ironic at all. It's just like really tragic. Yeah, you know what I mean.
3: Yes, yeah. It's like two tragedies. Like, yeah. look what these two tragedies. Have, look what's been born out of these two very different tragedies.
2: And even then, it's still not ironic. No. um So it's just the world is fucking terrible. So he goes, "Be careful out there tonight, Margaret." So we get the call from the lawyer, uh, and he
3: says, "He says, be careful out there." Um, Shannon Shannon's saving a piece of cake for you.
2: Exactly. I mean, <laughs> exactly. She wants you to. There's a lot riding on like Shannon's future with Margaret, which I do not like. Uh-uh. I find it very skeevy. Yeah. So the lawyer who's burning the midnight oil says that the court has uh, mandated home visits from him and Joan. And she found out from her friend in social services that he, uh, he's like she's likely to come by tomorrow. And he goes, but it's a holiday. And I'm like, no, motherfucker, today's the holiday. Like the FBI is working. Your lawyer's working.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just, there's no holidays. And
2: also no one has a friend in social services that can give a rough, especially not Washington, D.C. Like they've got so much on their plate.
3: Oh, yeah. No. Yes. You know. Maybe see
2: her in two months, three months. (laughs) You know what I mean?
3: That's the, that's the, uh, that's the, the special tip. Right. That's the inside information. She might be there within three months.
2: And like. Literally, unless your kids are covered with roaches, she's probably going to say you're cool. Like, yeah. there's really nothing. It's terrible. So, um, yeah, this is where he's it, like, "What are you?" He's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "What are you doing tonight?" She goes, "Going to watch the fireworks friends at the mall." Why? You need a date? What?
3: Oh, wait. Does he say that to her? She
2: says that to him. Oh, goes, she's What are you doing today? And he goes, oh, yes. "Going to watch the fire. Going watch the fireworks friends at the mall." Why? You need a date? Like Penny. Penny.
3: you really—that's a conflict of interest. Like, were they
2: hooking up during the divorce? Like, you know, maybe post boat man? Like post. <laughs> <laughs> he some comforting. I don't know. So he's like, stay at home tonight. And she's like, why? He's like, I can't tell you why. Just stay home. You're gonna have more fun. You're at gonna home. have more fun. And I uh, don't know if you describe it as more fun.
3: It's more fun than getting murdered. <laughs> but
2: less dead. Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah.
2: So uh Margaret briefs everyone on what's gonna happen. Uh they need to know everything except where the d- so they so know everything they need to know except where the dude's gonna be coming from, basically. Um, he says that the family has to get the house cleaned up and ready to go for the 4th of July uh, it's just like a lot of grab ass until then uh, it's ten fifteen p.m. the diggers walking around the mall already uh, then we hear uh, Kincaid's in his office Marzipan's
3: just going wild wheeling on the wheel. up a <laughs> it's like literally like what what, what is going what does that sound like of course it's Marzipan in his office again he already pulled his son's shoes off his desk earlier <laughs> when he told Margaret, like, I don't know how my son's stuff always ends up in here. And then him, him and Mars band out.
2: Like, do gerbils do that out of stress? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Probably. Like, what a horrible life. Like, really. That makes me so sad. <laughs> Like, you live in a... It's like if I lived in a gymnasium. Like, it's really... <laughs> you know, with, like... a. Like a trampoline. Like, that was it. Just a concrete box and like a trampoline. I would be on that shit, just j- jumping and jumping. <laughs>
2: I'm gonna die. That's so. It's so true. What a terrible life. I mean, thankfully, like I put way too much human emotion on animals. Like you know, marzipan's not really torturing them the same way you and I would if we lived in a trampoline house. But
3: but I do. Yeah, it Yeah. I mean. But then. It, but but Parker. Parker's like, oh, hey, hey, you're not the only one, marzipan, or so he says something to him. All you right. know, like I'm stressed out too. So.
2: Chill out, <laughs> right? Huh. Like he'll ever know Marzipan's struggle. No one remembers where <laughs> he is. Like, how long do you think Marzipan's been missing for? At the longest, like four days. Like, <laughs> just, they talk about him being missing. Like, yeah, like it's it's, it's not a it's a big right. enough
3: cage where you're not going to be like you know misplace it. Like, it you would know.
2: suggest that they've been through some seriously hard hoarding times. Like, yeah. maybe this is just after the hoarders. Crew drove away. <laughs> um, after the boatman, we just started hoarding. We didn't know what what would stay in our lives, and what would go, so we kept everything. Okay, so we're gonna play one hundred seven fifty three to one hundred ten fifteen.
1: Hi. Where are you? I'm at a checkpoint near the West Mall. Is Hardy with you? No, he's uh, working in Metro detail somewhere.
7: When was the last time you saw him?
1: Uh, I don't know, 50 minutes, an hour ago?
7: So you don't know for sure where he is?
1: No. No, what's going on?
7: When he took dictation from me in the document lab, he was disguising his handwriting. There's evidence of tremble. In several of his letters, which means that he was faking it. But he made a devil's teardrop on his lowercase i the same thing that is in the demand note it's him it's hardy (gasps) hardy's the one who's behind all this he's the one giving the digger his orders hey i need to be on the other side of that door fellas you'll need clearance
6: yeah got that right here
7: Move. It sounds crazy, but look at the facts. It was Hardy who led us into the ambush at Gravesend. It was Hardy who planted the clue about the National Mall and made sure that I didn't miss it. Meaning that you have got everybody over there and virtually nobody anywhere else. I'll bet the digger isn't anywhere near the mall.
1: Why would Hardy and...
7: Where's the twenty million from the city right now?
1: It's in the evidence locker back at headquarters. Are you seriously suggesting? Wait a minute. What 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 about the guy who made the demand? The one with the tape recorder?
7: A patsy. Hardy probably told him that he would cut him in, and then he killed him. So that we spend our time running in circles looking for the killer, not the real live guy who's still pulling the strings.
1: I'm on my way there.
7: Be careful, Margaret. You said you'd see Shannon again. I want you to keep that promise.
4: Yeah. Yeah, chill out. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you just, you just, chill out. Just chill
3: out. Because, you know, I like you, but like Shannon, I don't even know her yet. You
2: right. I, it's like. Exactly. If I was for her to be like, I mean, I don't know her, though. I'm sure she'll survive. Like we spent maybe 15 minutes together, ate a piece of cantaloupe. Like, <laughs> Shannon's been through enough. She gets lost, okay? <laughs> um, but yeah, I uh, I forgot to say. I mean, I really dropped the ball on this. That before all this happened, um, I Kincaid finds a piece of paper in his pocket. That has the devil's teardrop on him. I don't remember Harvey writing him – Hardy writing – Harvey or Hardy?
3: Hardy. Lynn Hardy. I
2: don't remember him writing a note. Do you remember that?
3: Yes. Uh, Well, I remember – When it was the paper that he has in his pocket is was from when Hardy was dictating. Remember Uh, that he's like I think it's an eye. He was looking to uh, find like uh, the impressions, and so he's like Hardy was dictating, and I heard him say an eye at one point. So there's where your devil's teardrop. But then like, then Margaret comes in, and then you see him like Parker rip the paper off the pad and fold it and put it in his pocket, and then I guess just forgets it until.
2: Just and the right if moment. If I were him, I would look at that and be like... Like it was a loaded gun. And I would be like, I got to get this out of the house. Like, I can't have this devil's teardrop shit in my house. <laughs> like, this is just... Yeah. This leads to no good.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Um, It's very...
3: Even though the guy was beaten to death in his cell years ago.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> and like, here's the thing. Is that Hardy... It, Harvey? Her, what's Hardy. his name? Hardy. He... It was the obvious conclusion the whole time. Oh yeah! But I was stunned when I found this out. Were you? Uh,
3: well, no, I I if you see what I wrote at the very top,
2: fucking hardy, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I,
3: I was I was a little because it was just like like t- just from the very get go like. Hello, I am the police liaison. You ordered. Right. My name is Len Hardy. I will do anything you need for me to do in the middle of a big FBI meeting, yeah. and it's just like. And then he keeps showing up at the last yeah. like minute of every investigative scene. I just had a feeling like this guy's. This could be. It just seemed like this oh, I was could just, be.
2: I was gone with the movie magic. Hey, but look
3: good. I mean, you, I you know, was
2: so unsettled thinking like he's had him in his house. You know?
3: Yes. Well, and then, yeah. You
2: don't know anybody. Um, and then you
3: think about, like, um, that cut of who was watching. Right. Was it right. The Digger or was it Hardy?
2: Yep. Yeah, I just have an all cast. We're supposed to believe this woman's living her life for Shannon. Um, <laughs> so she, she had uh... Sorry. Margaret pulls up to the headquarters or whatever where Hardy's uh, stealing all the money. Uh, And he takes out his gun and shoots her. Like, he shoots for her right away.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Um, He doesn't finish the job, so she walks around with her gun. And, like, at this point, I realized she's wearing fucking high heels or something.
3: I wrote, just wrote she's in heels.
2: It's like clack clack clack. It reminded like of m- me of like waiting for that noise to happen so my mom would get me from the nurse's office at school when I was really sick. I'd be like, oh, I hear my mom's heels. Like wow. I'm good to go. Yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. that. It was like it's just such you, you'll never forget that noise, right? So
3: yeah, and I, but I also thought just like. Good. Like, I, I read – there was something recently about women in heels in, like,
4: movies. Situations of movies uh, like it, yeah. yeah. But,
3: it, but it's just, like, uh, you know, like, she's trying to run around in these impossible right. shoes. like right. And have a gunfight.
2: And, like, some chicks, like, they do that. Like, yeah. Like, they just, like, know how to walk around and, like, stick to the chill. Like, it's their own foot skin. And I – I can't wear heels, like, at all. Like, if that was a requirement of any... I'd be, like, the stripper in flats. Like, I really would. I'd be the sole <laughs> stripper trying to be like, can I make, like, a ballet flat work? Like, how can we... Um, sorry to interrupt, but I just went to the restroom to blow my nose, and when I came back, I real- I brought you something that I found from a friend of mine who spent some time in Washington, D.C., working for one Mr. Barack Obama. It's a snow globe of Camp David.
3: Wow! You
2: know, isn't that Holy fun?
3: Moly. It's a snow—it's
2: a snow globe from Camp David. Who knew they had a gift shop?
3: Is, who knew? Yes,
2: isn't that fun?
3: Yeah. Do not store it in extreme in temperatures China? or in direct sunlight.
2: Yeah, it stays in my bathroom.
3: It's that is—that is—that's the kind of snow globe I can get behind,
2: right? This is cool. You wow. know, like
3: Camp David. Or, um, Christmas
2: in July, like yeah. it's got it's all kind of lining up for me here. Um, <laughs> but okay, so she's running around her heels, clacking around her heels on the rooftop. There's um, a
3: steam pipe. There's always like yeah, you know, they got oh, it's too, too you know static. We need some show some steam going yeah, up or yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah
2: and I I bumped on the steam as well but I was like well you don't know how buildings work like, <laughs>
3: exactly and then I part of me was like well he, a, a bullet could have hit you know maybe right. you know yeah so I wasn't I wasn't too you know it didn't bother me my
2: <laughs> thing was like if I I mean I don't teach cop training school but I would feel like a big part of that would be like if you're a lone officer alone on a roof with a ruthless a cop that you now know is a ruthless killer wouldn't you get back in your car and then block the exit where he would pull the car out? Cause I would be like, your car is probably bulletproof if it's a police police vehicle. Mm,
4: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: And the, really the only thing that you can do if you're on a roof is drive back down. So wouldn't the goal be to block the exit in your vehicle and not run around in your high heels trying to shoot the guy?
3: Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think, you know, if there's, it's just not like there's a helicopter waiting um, or anything. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I, don't I don't fuck think...
2: with police, but if you want me to come in and, like, pitch some ideas, like, let me know. I'd be happy to do that. Yeah. LAP- I know the LAPD listens to this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that would be so scary. Like, I literally would shit myself with LAPD. Like, I mean, New York cops really immerse themselves in social media. Like, oh yeah, yeah. LA cops don't really pay attention to that. I would die if, like, I found out. I mean, because I'm flippant. Like I've, I will be like, "Oh, I stole this once." Like I'll just say things like that. Now I'm like, "Fuck!" Thank God LAPD is not savvy, social <laughs> media savvy. I've said, I've admitted to a lot of awful things. Yeah. So, like in my world. So, um, yeah, she has an expert shot. She's able to get the car cra- to crash. Uh,
3: yeah, very impressive.
2: And like, not just crash, but like it's hit either the impact had like broke his leg or something, or I mean, I love a fighter till the end. I really do. I love it. And it went a movie or whatever when someone's like down and like, they take the sack of money. That's like $20 million. And he tries with one leg to like carry this case of, I'm like, God bless you. Like, you know, you fucking, no one can say you didn't try.
3: Yeah. Absolutely. Like you
2: really. You tried to make that work. Um, this is so she shoots and he dies. He slumps over, whatever. I did write that um, during this that we're gonna play. Are, are you familiar with the film Scream? I, I am. He looks exactly like Matthew Lillard when he's breaking down.
3: Oh wow! In the
2: end, and like he's like his face is covered with blood, and he's really just like, I fucking did it. Blah blah blah. He like we're gonna hear Hardy's like goodbye. But before we but before we do that, I want to point out to you that he looks so much like Matthew Lillard to me in that scene. And we know I can't I can't find a face in any room. So it's 112.42 <laughs> to 113.39. And we're gonna be playing a lot of audio up coming up here, because there's a lot of a lot of fun stuff at the end here.
6: Pretty cool plan, huh? <sighs> One of the greatest heists of all time maybe even the greatest
1: the digger where is he is he at the mall
6: the digger my old marine buddy the digger never met an order he wouldn't follow after that head
1: wound (laughs) perfect killer where is he
6: he's exactly where he should be doing exactly what I told
2: Guess what? Guess what he told him to do. Uh,
3: go where the, the boatman did. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. He said, "You go follow in our in our idol's steps, the boatman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go get that devil's teardrop off him." <laughs> now, I like. I also like. Why would he think that he could do all of this? Like shoot a man in cold blood, steal this money, but yet the smoking gun is a scrap of paper. Like. Where was he gonna go? Even,
3: I didn't even get I didn't even get that until like I was I thought like I don't know why, but my mind went to like just some vengeance. Like yeah. he, wants, he wants to torture uh, yeah, Parker, because he's already like, dealt with one killer in his house.
2: Maybe it was from when he said that cunty thing where he's like, I don't like ideas, I like facts. What yeah. do he say? Like, he said yes. that thing, and I was just like, whoa, ice cold. <laughs> like, maybe it was when he said that. But no, just no, like,
3: you're right. I think, because I do say later, like, he was trying to retrieve the paper or something. Yeah, yeah it's right? because he was trying yeah. to retrieve the paper. But
4: that just.
2: It's not motive. There's literally like if, if a police was, if a policeman was like looking over this, he'd be like, "That's still not like appropriate motive to kill him at this point." Once he's because the other he kills one cop, and then he the other guard, the cop that's the other cop that's guarding the twenty million dollars or whatever it is, which is an obscene amount of money, um, is is uh he can ID him. Like, 100%. And be like, yeah, that's Hardy. That's the guy that's been fucking around like, for the last like, two weeks or whatever. Um, it's very weird that he kills him over this piece of paper, or tries to kill him over this piece of yeah, paper. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Unless he thinks, like, I'm scot-free now with the money. Digger, you go get that last scrap of evidence and then I'll meet you at that place that they met on the beach in Shawshank or whatever. Exactly, yeah. right?
2: Yeah. So wait, can I tell you the thing that really, that at the very beginning when I told you I had a realization yes, that made the- me feel very happy? That's why he was eating out of a fucking canteen. It was because he was in the military. Oh, Because I saw that, and I was like, who the fuck is eating out of a canteen? I was like, this is dark. Like, I had one to play with when I was in Girl Scouts. But, like, (laughs) even then, like, it was just a prop. Because, like, no one was actually eating out of a canteen. He's in the fucking military. That's why he had a canteen. Yes. Okay. Nice. But that really... That really bothered me when I was watching it. I was just like, I can't get past it. Who eats out of a canteen?
3: That's yeah. I think I was so obsessed with the Flintstones audio right. that I kind of like remember it as like a thermos. Well that's so how they got us. They all yeah. knew
2: that we'd be looking at something somewhere and yeah, yeah. this and all the context Tino. clues. Yeah. Now what's great about this scene is that we should say that, that you know, Kincaid doesn't die. Well, we'll just spoil that for the audience. Because yeah. we can't play any of this scene because there is no audio. Because the two of them have the most strange, silent fight outside of weird grunts. Like, yes. it made me think that the Digger had such a traumatic brain injury that... He couldn't speak anymore. Yeah. Because he was just like, ah. Uh! <laughs> it was like two Frankensteins yeah. like, trying to fight each other. <laughs> Tarzan and Frankenstein. And like, exactly, like, yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, just hair pulling and like a weird kind Meanwhile, of Meanwhile,
2: like, Shannon and Robbie, who have been promised fireworks, yes. are fast asleep in their beds. And like you keep getting scared that they're going to wake up. and, and trauma. yeah like, trauma insert themselves into the middle of the thing. Yeah. But no, uh, they just keep rustling around. Like, as soon <laughs> as you thought, like, oh, surely they're going to wake up now. Like, by the third time you cut away to their bed, surely they're going to wake up now. No, they just keep rolling around in bed.
3: Yeah, I, I thought at one point, I was like, uh, the sun... I was like, Robbie has to shoot the digger. Yeah, I was like Robbie's going to shoot the digger, and it's going to help with his boatman trauma. Right, like, right. <laughs> like if he's able to confront this situation again, yeah, and physically, you know, guns do really do
2: kill people. Tight. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I feel like if I had a kid, if I had been through this, if I, I would feel like the kids would know better than to come out into the hallway. Like, if you ever hear what you think is your mother or father getting murdered in the hallway, get out of bed and lock your door. Like, you know, or hide in your closet. Or, like, do something so that you're not as easily found. But, like, just the idea of a child, like, who's already been through this, walking out into the middle of a crime scene feels, like... Not the move. But if you're some sort of criminal expert out there and you know what's up, tell me what I'm doing wrong. (laughs) Because I don't know why. Because I'm probably not having kids. Um, (laughs) 117.43 to 119.37. It's the first of uh, many fucking insane things that are about to happen. This is the ending to this is fucking insane. What we should say is that the digger is taken out with. Uh, a a pair of scissors that um, Shannon scissors from when she was cutting up scraps before.
3: Yes. The scrapping scissors.
2: They fight. They have this huge fight. Um, He's able to successfully kill him with these scissors. Does he stab him in the kidney or something? Is that what it is?
3: Yeah. uh, It looked like a kidney or some sort of abdomen area where it just Put him out pretty quickly. But
2: you have to know how to... That's like, oh, you have to know how to kill a man sort of thing. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, Yes.
3: Unless you... Yes. Unless you just got really lucky.
2: Yeah. Because me with a pair of scissors, like, that would take me 20 minutes. Oh. But like... Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's like... I thought it was just going to be the first of many things he had to do to get the gun. But, um, yeah, the digger's taken out. There's blood all over the walls. But, oh, no, you guys. He has... um, He has a social worker coming by tomorrow.
3: Yes, and then he faints. Right. (laughs) He like it's not even clear. It like it's not even. It's it was never clear that he was very injured. It's like he just faints. He's just like whoa.
2: Yeah, we see the house destroyed, and then he faints, and then the next thing we see is he wakes up in bed. He's all clean. Um,
3: It's nine twenty. It's
2: nine twenty in the morning, and then he got he he slept in, and then. he comes outside because he sees that the social worker is parked across the street. Oh fuck! He goes into the kids' rooms; they're gone. He goes out. Bed's made. Everything is completely neat. Every the house is tidy. It looks perfect. You would have never known that a dead like you. So you start to wonder: Am I crazy? Did that even happen? Like he, maybe this he, was a dream. How keeps could, rubbing
3: the back of his head where his head, where he got his hair pulled.
2: Right, and how could that be a dream? Right, but there is. He touches the carpet; it was wet. That's weird. It's weird, right? So um, let's let's play this scene where the-
1: Hey, kids, can you show me your rooms?
7: It's OK. She just wants to ask me some questions.
5: Sure. My room's over. Uh,
1: what? Hardy said he'd sent the digger on one last mission. I guess he was after that sheet of paper you took from him. It's the only thing that physically tied him to the crime. Brought a SWAT team here, but we were too late. You'd already taken care of it. You found the digger up there on the stairs. You were out cold. For a moment, I thought... Uh... Parker?
7: Hi, John.
5: Hello. Hello. Hi.
7: Joan, this is uh, Margaret Lucas. She's a...
1: Hi. Nice to meet you. I'm a... Uh friend of Parker's through through his work. Nice to meet you. You'll excuse me. She spend the
5: night? No. You sure about that?
7: Quite sure.
5: God, Parker, it smells like you've been cleaning up a storm around here. Yeah, well... Where are the kids?
7: Upstairs with the social worker.
5: I'm in a Go bring them the presents.
7: What do you do? This place was a mess. I mean, there was blood everywhere.
1: After we did forensics and bagged the body, I called in a cleanup crew. They weren't thrilled about working on the holiday, but figured we owed it to you. Did a pretty good job, don't you think? I mean, aside from the missing hallway table, and there's some blood behind the painting up there on the stairs.
5: This is my hamster marzipan, but it's evil monster marzipan. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) First of all, what?
2: Um... There's a lot to unpack here. Like, how did Margaret know about the social worker coming over? That's, like, the importance of the house being clean. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Or is this
2: just a regular-ass favor that was done?
3: That is a... a, Yeah, that's huge. Just, like,
2: I don't want him to wake up to Did he have a
3: couple Post-its laying around, like, social worker, 9 (laughs) a.m. tomorrow? Like,
2: you went through my shit? Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) um, But, yeah, it was... uh, Or, like... Did Shannon relay it? Oh, Dad, we have a social worker coming yeah. tomorrow. Um, she definitely would. But
3: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: There's a lot going on here. First of all, the nerve of Joan to come in and be like, who's this? Like, did she spend the night? Like, you've been getting dicked down by Jeff. Like, you wanted to take them on a European vacation. Like, you don't even yeah, know this. You care
3: more about the dogs than you do the kids. Exactly, you
2: know? exactly. And you leave the dogs in cages. So that's really saying something. But yeah. I, uh, there's so much going on here. This was a very odd move for the movie to yes. take the You know, it's, I guess it's a great, it's a romantic gesture, I guess. Y- y-
3: oh, yeah, yeah. But boy, it was just like the amount of time. And it's the first reference to somebody being unhappy about working during the holiday.
2: Right, <laughs> right.
3: Is the cleanup crew, which you think if anybody to like. Have to work during a holiday. A cleanup crew would probably be ready for that. And it's situation. also like you get
2: time and a half. You're probably working an hourly wage. R- I was thinking like the lawyer probably can't charge extra for holiday rates. But if anyone is happy to be working on the holiday, it's the cleaning people who get an hourly wage. They're yeah. not on salary. Like th- this makes no sense. Um,
3: but and then to get like you've got a you've got I mean this this it happened. After midnight, right? Like the digger got there yeah. after midnight. Yeah, I think. yeah. So between, let's just say the digger got there at twelve thirty, twelve fifteen. Even you know between twelve fifteen and nine, you have a forensics team. <laughs> Come in, bag the body, like do all the crime police work. Then have the cleanup crew come in,
2: and the children are then, just happy who, in the morning. Yeah, by the way, and
3: who's waking up the children with breakfast and right. like, and all that? And like, no, let Papa sleep in. Oh, it's yeah. Margaret. Oh, Margaret's here. Yeah, like, Shannon, I'm sure thrilled, you know, like <laughs> yeah. to wake up to Margaret. I like, knew you'd come back. Yeah,
2: but like, did, yeah, exactly. Was Margaret up all night long? She must have been because they clean the entire house, which. They the children either woke up during or did not wake up during. But either way are very emotionally well adjusted by the time the social worker gets there.
3: Everyone looks fresh as a daisy.
2: Fresh as a daisy. Also, the mom went on vacation. And like most of the time when you go on vacation to bring the kids presents, it's like you wrap it up in a T-shirt or something. But she has like gender oriented wrapping paper. Blue blue presents for the boy, pink presents for the girl. And, like, there's 40 of them. I'm like, it's Christmas morning up there.
3: <laughs> and, like, like now, she comes over now, like, to bring gifts. Right. And in front of the social worker. And it's like, that doesn't seem like a good move. Like... You you know you may think like this is a, gonna impress. It doesn't seem impressive to me. If I was the like- dad, I'd
2: be like, "Get your ass out of here, dude!" Like, no, you can leave the presents at the door, or you can trot them by another time. But like, d- like absolutely, I mean, the fuck not. We are yeah. not on good terms right now. Yeah,
3: I'm interviewing the children in your ex's house. Like, this is not your time to it's be not here. Yeah. And yeah. I don't
2: even think she was showing off for the social worker. I just think she called the social worker in and didn't realize the gravity of what was being done for a strange-ass woman to come in your childhood bedroom and interview you. Yeah, like yeah.
3: Go upstairs with the woman and yeah. let her ask you some questions <laughs> about,
2: like, how you're happy in your bedroom. And, like, yeah, it's so, so there, um, we see, you know, Bobby's, Doing very well, very emotionally well adjusted while well. he's describing his different paintings to the teacher. Yes. And then Shannon is having a full blown fucking conversation with Marzipan.
3: <laughs> <laughs> this, like, this was the capper for me. This you was where.
2: Marzipan's talking back at this point. Yeah. Because right? she's like, don't worry, Marzipan. <laughs> Mommy might be different sometimes, but we're gonna go live with her. Yeah, it's been fun living with Dad, but it's like a whole.
3: But we have, we don't have a choice.
2: Yeah, it's the full. It's like a full house, like, like moment, like that moment where like you're gonna expect the hug to come after. She's like living at a sitcom in her bedroom. Like it's <laughs> very dark that she thinks marzipan can digest any of this information <laughs> or that she's so sad that it doesn't matter yeah. whether or not Marzipan <sighs> understands. See, <sighs> that's that's actually what's sad. Is that
3: like... <laughs> just, just think of like dead-eyed Shannon. Just like, it could be anything. Like, it could be a sock. Right. And just, oh, don't worry. Mom, mom, mom is, gets her turn now. Like, <laughs> Marzipan just... Like, cold in her hand. Just <laughs> stiff and cold.
2: Mars like, Pant passed away overnight yeah. from, the, from the sheer panic, from the stress yeah. of a murder going just, on.
3: Wheel, 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 wheel,
2: <laughs> I honestly don't think a gerbil would dis- would survive something like witnessing a murder. Um. <laughs> so, uh, Joan comes downstairs and she's, like, fully fucking shook. Like, as the kids would say, like, she looks like she... Has seen a ghost. She's just like, Yeah. You know what? I take it all fucking back. I love the kids, but right now you love them more and I love them away from here too. Like she, I mean, maybe she just realized how annoying Shannon is. And she's like, I can't live with that.
3: Can't live with this girl who talks to rodents.
2: But then she goes, Where's the table that was here? And that painting. And she goes upstairs to touch the painting and I'd be like, Hands off, bitch. Like if I was him, I'd be like, you don't come to my house and touch stuff anymore. Yeah, like, like what?
3: what is, like, no. This isn't like, your
2: house still. No, <laughs> right. Not
3: your house, like, I let you bring the kids' gifts upstairs. I, you, you're like, we're not, yeah, you have no uh, jurisdiction. Joan is over very here.
2: narcissistic. Like, she is willing to put a lot of people through it for her whims. And, like, that's very dark. So,
3: but thank God Jerry, or Jerry, is it J- uh, her boyfriend?
2: Oh, Jerry. Yeah. He yeah. calls. Yeah. And she's like, yes, darling. And she's like, oh, okay. All right. I'll be home soon. And then she goes, I've got a hungry guy over. And I got a hungry guy back at home. And I'm like, oof. Oh, I know that dynamic. Like the man can't feed himself.
4: Yeah.
3: He uh, doesn't
2: know how to make himself. A, he's like, I'm hungry. What do I do? Yeah. Like, what do I do? A exa- I'm,
3: and I'm angry. <laughs> Low blood sugar. And I want to hit you know like it's just like yeah you now you're with Jerry and like yeah, ugh,
2: yeah God, that's a life John, that's a life you
3: think you're not going to drink again like
2: yeah. Come on. Actually, that 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 made me worried for her sobriety in that moment because I was like, well, I was like, what does she have? Because she just, like, the thing that, the motivation to get her kids back was really what probably was motivating her to get sober in the first place. Then she gets the delight, the treat of finding love, which she was not expecting. Uh, and then it turns out the guy's an asshole and she's not getting her kids back. I'm like, oof, someone's breaking open a bottle of red wine tonight like I did not feel good about that no, no and I did wonder what her drink was during her drinking days
3: oh wow that did you speculate in uh, did
2: um I got hard liquor she's really skinny so I mean I was like ooh I feel like she probably drinks the darkest drink of all which is gin gin really darks me out yeah, I won't touch this stuff. I think it's really fucking gross.
3: No, I mean the the, the times that I've had, I've had some d- bad times with gin. It's been a long time, but like, yeah, it's just it's a mystical, like not a yeah it's a creepy.
2: I don't touch it, but brew. <laughs> It does have that. It has something to it that people who drink it regularly smell like alcohol all the time. Like it comes out of their pores in mm-hmm. a unique way.
3: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I would like people to stop pretending they like tequila. That's something I would like. People really, they're like, can I sip on a Mezcal? I'm like, I would, that would be the last thing I would ever want to do in my life is sip on Mezcal. Yeah. I've talked about it a lot on this show. By the way, I should say Juno Temple. I haven't mentioned her name once this season. And that's the center square on our bingo card. Because I have to mention Juno Temple's name in every episode. It's like a oh okay it just comes for me yeah, yeah and i yeah. haven't done it yet so i just wanted to
3: yeah no get While it. i was no. bitching
2: about mezcal yeah i wanted to get in my juno temple for the audience at home <laughs> this is what i do here i bitch about mezcal and how i think y'all are pathological liars no one enjoys that go have real fun for once in your life and come back to me um
3: couldn't agree more
2: thank you um Yeah, I just wrote, yeah. So I'm also going to play this final clip because this really wraps up the movie. And also also, it's fucking inappropriate. Like the whole (laughs) thing's just really weirds me out. And again, as a child of a single parent, like this puts a weird sting on everything for me where I'm just like, they're way too comfortable. This is too familial. Like anytime someone comes in like this, it's going to end, like they're going to go out just as bad. Like Mm. it's, it's very Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande. I'm not comfortable with it. By the way, <laughs> yeah. fascinating. That's my new Juno Temple of the season. I mention it every episode. It's like fascinating to me. That'll probably be over by the time this comes out. So I yeah, stop yeah, yeah. It. But, uh, but okay, those
3: tattoos will be there still.
2: Oof, rough. They they tattooed their hands. Did you see that?
3: I, I think I did. Like uh, on the top or yeah, or, or, the or, honest or, to
2: god uh, knock me out thing. Uh, yeah, they did a little. They did a little like uh, acronym. It's not great. It's also not a great acronym to have for the rest of their life.
3: No. Which, speaking of, just quickly, did you see that Tom Everett Scott had a tattoo? I didn't. There was a moment where he was doing something with his daughter. I I don't know. Maybe he was playing ball. What was it? A star. Uh, One or two. I could, on his, like, which...
2: Drunk at that thing you do, cast party. But I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know that Kincaid would have a place for that. Like
3: that's that was a, it was an odd choice. Like I have makeup just, in
2: my bathroom that would cover that. Why would they do that?
3: Yeah, unless they were like you know. Yeah, I don't see it adding any debt. It was more of a distraction. I mean, it didn't take didn't take me out of it. Maybe, but when, it, but it did make me think like he and
2: Joan were drunk and did that. That maybe was like a callback to. The alcoholic days, maybe it was a boatman thing. I don't know. <laughs> Just in case he ever forgets the night that <laughs> Yes. You know, so he'll never forget the yes. trauma that happened to him. Um, boatman.
3: Okay. Because the boatman guides himself with the stars. Right. Yeah. Oh right, right, right. So, yeah. Oh, totally.
2: Or like that's what he saw when he got beat to death in jail. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, that's a different guy, sorry. So we're gonna play this out because it's disgusting.
7: In the lab the first time we met? Thank you. I upset you somehow, offended you in some way, personally.
1: Why do you say that?
7: Oh, because I'm the puzzle master, remember? (laughs) Whatever I said bothered you so much you had to leave the room, and when you came back, you were very angry. I just want to know what I said or did because I want to see you again.
4: (sighs)
1: Before my son got on the plane, he wrote me a postcard to tell me how much he loved me. He must have slipped it in the box without a stamp, not realizing, because he was only six. It showed up in the mailbox a week after his funeral, postage due. I have it, carry it with me, everywhere. I, I brought it to a handwriting analyst. And she said the shape of these letters and how they're space shows that whoever wrote this was very creative and charming. And brilliant, with no patience for deception. I know it by heart. She also said that he has a great capacity to love. And that I was very lucky to have a son like this. If I didn't have that to cling to, I would have lost my mind. And then you, you say that's all nonsense. That doesn't mean anything. And
7: but it does. But you said... Yeah, but it's what your son wrote that counts, not the shape of the letters. The teardrop eye doesn't prove that hardy was a psychopath we can draw that conclusion from his actions just as what your son wrote tells us what kind of human being he was how much he loved you and what kind of person he was going to grow up to be paper is amazing stuff it seems fragile but it lasts longer than almost anything The essence of your son is on here. There's a link between you and him that can never break. It makes him immortal. Or I'm as close to that as any of us are gonna get.
1: Thank you. <laughs> so Shannon tells me you have a letter written by Thomas Jefferson,
7: huh? A letter that somebody claims is by Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> That's what pays the rent now, trying to figure out what's fake and what isn't, what the real thing is.
1: Yeah, I guess that's what we're all looking for. The real thing.
2: ew and then they hold hands and they kiss and the movie's over ew the real thing ew first it, of all it's not even a clever line to end the movie on it's just cheesy and gross yeah i felt like i really honestly in my own office i felt like a 12-year-old like watching like a or like an, a 10-year-old watching like a sex scene with my mom i was like ew yeah 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 it's just so cringe inducing um all
3: the kids do is play soccer
2: all they do yeah and
3: they're not great at it you think that they would be just due to the fact that they constantly kicking the they're certainly not a
2: match for each other like that's the other thing like usually with kids that that are you know four years apart in age that they seem to be like one channel would just be kicking his ass yeah but yeah no she's uh held herself back yeah um (laughs) So, a lot of what lot about of... the day she accidentally puts those pants in the wash? Like, that's my question because <laughs> she takes this postcard in and out of her pants every single day. <laughs> and, like, I've had some things that were left to me by my grandmother that, like, over the years, like, a couple things have broken or whatever. And it's really, like, hurt. But ultimately, I've realized that, like, if I had those things or didn't have those things, that doesn't take away my memories or hurt them. Like, so ultimately, it ha- it's been like it hasn't been that big of a slam to me. But I'm like, does she have to lose that postcard to know that like that is not her son? Like,
3: I thought there was going to be so much more kind of weight with the postcard, and like,
2: yeah. Well,
3: I had like, you know, I had a theory early on, which is ridiculous, but it would have, <laughs> would have been great if that he would, that he would have at some point seen the postcard and been like. This is not a child's writing and and that it was oh. and they the come to find out that the dad and the son were still the dad just oh. stole the son. They were still alive. And like it was a some sort of hoax. Sequel. Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, my God. I would love I would love that sequel. <laughs> that would be great. And then, like they're a family now. So the whole family gets into like an RV <laughs> and it's kind of like a weird the Miller style like wacky and road adventure. I would love that. <laughs> And she's not upset because she knows her kids alive out there.
3: Yeah, that'd be yeah. great. And then, but then we never get to see like, he, like in the end, he's like making her feel better with his speech. But but he's saying the same thing, which is like, it's bullshit. Right. Like this this the text analysis is bullshit because he's like, it's not about the shape of the letters, which she just said. The woman that right. did the analysis was like, the shape of the letters say so much. But And he's like, it's not, it's about what he said, which we never see what he said. Right. You know, I kept wanting them to, like, <laughs> cut to it and have it be, like, I just I desperately
2: <laughs> wanted to know what he wrote M- on that book.
3: Mama, I fell. Right. Like, you know, or just <laughs> something, you know, got a boat today, you yeah. know.
2: Um, yeah.
3: Yeah. So, it was just, it's, uh, yeah, it was.
2: I also ate, like, an adult saying to another adult, like, you know, paper. It's really thin, but like it act- like an adult. Yes, like
3: this is the link that bonds you with, like like, right. some like she's c- a
2: child, you know. Yeah, like, it's like, like that the worked magic with of Shannon. This is in your heart. Like he might as well have said that to her. Like it's just, it's a, it's like okay,
3: it's you know? not empathic because right. it's just it's it's prescriptive. It's this kind right, of exactly. creepy prescriptive language that you would, yeah, you know, that you might fall into accidentally with your child because you've. <laughs> Talk to them so many times about things that you sometimes have to say things right, like that right, right. But with a, a grieving adult. It sounds really, really, uh, you know, but she of,
2: does have an irrational attachment to that postcard. And I personally yes. be like, you know what, get in the car. We're going to go get that thing framed,
3: get it fucking laminated. We're at least you up. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, mean, cause this is good not... Lord, it's gotta be, I mean, I've, I've had, you know, business cards that I've had for two days that are suddenly like just like, and yeah.
2: like, I'm looking at that thing, thinking like, you know, you say you see wear and tear there. I'm like, oh, the kid died last week. Like, I look at that and I'm like, oh, that's not. I don't see really much wear and tear there at all, especially for a postcard that's been through the United States Postal. Like, postcards come to you looking like shit. Yeah. Like, it's just it's what.
3: Well, plus, this one came uh, uh, postage due, like no stamp on it. Oh, right, right, right. So that's gonna get the least. You know, I wonder
2: if they made her pay like the thirty six cents
3: my son just we're here t- to collect yeah we don't it doesn't matter you have to pay
2: what does that mean postage due like truly what does it mean
3: um well yeah that's a very good question like things be, things used to you know you could send things cod in the past Right. you know but like postage due do, doesn't it, it seems like a bullshit it seems like you, the letter would go back to the return address but then again it's yeah. a postcard so i don't know yeah, it wouldn't come to your home. You'd get a slip saying, right. come to the post office and oh, pay us this yeah, money, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, uh, I would think.
2: All those letters to Santa, man, where the fuck do they go? Yeah. They're just like in some room. What's that? Are they just in some room? Like, what if a kid writes down on their letter to Santa, like the truth of how their dad died or something? Yeah. And all, and that's a clue. But, uh,
3: well, there's that, the like, what is it, the dead letter office? That's, like, supposed to be, like... Is that what that is? Like, yeah, but then... I, That's not real. Yeah, I know.
2: <laughs> That's not real. I think That's it's about just an as R. A. M. real song. as everything he just said to her about that postcard. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, also, it's it's hard because you do say these things in life that break people's hearts all around you. Like, and you don't even realize that just by being factual, you could be ruining someone's day
3: yes yes and it's
2: hard to backtrack on that like yeah. watching him attempt to backtrack on this was really uh it was rough
3: it was rough and it, it was the it was when he seemed the most forced gumpy yeah it was the, the, like spectrumy was when he was in that last speech like it's, a, it's something that bonds you together for, right Yeah. You, know. you
2: do agree that there was something gumpesque about this guy right
3: it's yes, especially in that moment. I think yeah. you know, but get, because often, well, and and it's it's, He's it's, it's, on a bench. It, it's 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 he was on a bench. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, there is a, and of course, I'm not an expert, so I, I don't want to generalize. But I think you know, a trait of Aspergers or you know people on the spectrum is this kind of bluntness. They don't have the social sure skills or or context to or t- tact is not something that sure. you know. So it's like. I'm a scientist, not a fortune teller. Yeah. I
2: appreciate that about him in some ways, but also <laughs> yeah. I was blown away by how rude he was to Hardy. Harvey? Hardy. The fuck is his name? Hardy?
3: Lynn Hardy.
2: He means nothing to me. Why don't <laughs> I know that name?
3: I just know it because it makes me think, because the one guy's name is Parker, and Parker Stevenson was in that Hardy Boys show with oh, Sean Castle. Oh, see,
2: so you have an easy cheat. Oh, yeah, there you yeah. go. There you yeah. go. You've really got this into my life. By the way, I did realize when um, I was joking when you flipped this over and said and i said oh is it made in china no i'm not kidding you this camp david snow globe is made in fucking china like how (laughs) dare we are you kidding me we're selling shit from china at the camp they own our asses y'all don't uh, we need to take a hard fucking look in the mirror and see what's up i mean that's that really blew my mind at our own camp david yeah yeah. they can't even fucking do an american-made product how hard would it be to make? I don't know where. How hard in would it be to
3: make it at Camp David? There's exactly. a lot of time. There's
2: there's Where enough, is that
3: place? Uh, Virginia I, or something? Yes. Okay. But I don't know. Um, I don't know the town or the closest right place.
2: Doesn't um, uh, Donald Trump call Mar-a-Lago the Camp David of the South or something? Oh, God. Pr- probably. He's fucking insane. Yeah. Also, like, I'm pretty sure that's the opposite of Camp David. I don't know anything about Mar-a-Lago, but it looks like a shithole.
3: Oh, it looks terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Just. The, I don't know why the, that
2: would be the sole exception to everything he does, but... Yeah. <laughs> uh, if it was... <laughs> Yeah, it's like actually really fucking like undeniably nice. Like
3: it's Nirvana. It's just (laughs) it's peace. Just emanates peace, right? You know.
2: Wow, so fucking chilled out after that week (laughs) at Mar-a-Lago. Like I'm telling you, if you ever in your life have an opportunity (laughs) to go to Mar, don't turn it down. It's once in a lifetime.
3: I mean, it's literally like Camp David, right? Like the Camp David of the South. Yeah,
2: and Camp David does seem like you know kind of hokey like that's the best we give our president is some like cabin with like I mean I don't know that they should have anything much better they are supposed to live like the average man as much as possible but
3: yeah I yeah yeah this is a peace cabin like let, let's, right you know yeah go, yeah
2: I bet Obama got stoned there a lot that I would, would be I would be chiefing at Camp David if I was the yeah. president. But that that's would be also...
3: the place to do it right as a president maybe there's a little weed cubby like I think I like Obama weed.
2: more because I picture him as a, as a stoner that makes me like him a lot more yeah yeah
3: I I haven't I mean I I I just I pine for him
2: I miss him a lot I miss him a lot yeah good guy best guy actually um and I feel bad too because he can't even enjoy it like he can't even be like man I did this like great like you know change things did as much as i could no he has to fucking deal with this guy fucking up his legacy you yeah he, i really i don't know man if he hasn't been impeached by now i'm not thinking i think it doesn't look good <clears throat> we've really softened up our our restrictions on that oh side.
3: yeah we're we're screwed
2: okay for anyway, a while i, don't, I, that I nice mean political yeah
3: no and and look i mean Six, 1968, we would have been saying the same thing. So There's that. You know, like things come in cycles. Yeah, you know. that's
2: true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. That's scary.
3: And just and let me just say, you know, paper is like a bond. <laughs> <laughs> like well, let me let me ask you this. When skin touches paper, do you know what happens?
2: Gets oil on from your <laughs> from your skin. Yeah. Uh <laughs> that could hurt the paper. Um. So here's my question. We asked you this last time, but I want to know if you have another one or if we should just use the same scale. What's your favorite movie of all time? You think the one that's best made of all time?
3: Oh. Um, I, the, there's, I can't remember what I said last time, but I, I know. I don't have, like, there's a million, but like, um, To Kill a Mockingbird is a great, maybe I said that last time.
2: Maybe. Who knows? I don't remember, but if you guys at home know, um but that's a great movie (laughs) great movie um so we're gonna say one on a scale of one to five one is to kill a mockingbird and five is uh mother may i sleep with danger which you may have seen it or may not just know that it's the most lifetime. everything that we were saying earlier which i think i should say to the audience as well one thing i have learned doing this podcast is that there is no standard lifetime movie Every fucking week we are doing a t- completely different genre totally different i mean sir, sure there's some that are a little bit more sappy or whatever but um yeah this is a they've s i've i've learned a lot doing this podcast <laughs> so um on a scale of to kill a barking bird to mother man's Sleep with danger um is this a one or a five for acting
3: and and just quickly to clarify uh it's more about um the, the it's not not about good or bad as or much not? as it is it, it, a real movie or not is this okay. a real movie or um, not i would say uh uh one which what is one again sorry
2: uh the best very real very Monday. like to yeah, okay Oscar
3: i would give winning. this um i as far as acting goes
2: i would give this
3: a 3 or 2
2: yeah it was a bad it, it, i will give it a i'll give it a 2 i think it was really good for like the, most the part. two
3: leads like like, it was not, yeah, it wasn't, I was not, uh, There w- you know, I wasn't like, there weren't a lot of moments of like, oh, good Lord. You this know.
2: idiot. How did this happen? You know, no one's. Yeah,
3: like, and it, you know, it wasn't, it, it wasn't a huge stretch, but there were some emotional moments that seemed to be pulled I would say the decent.
2: babysitter was like one of the most jarring actors in this. There weren't we're a lot of like jarring, usually it's the supporting characters that pull you out of it and you're just like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> um, but this was this was pretty good. I would say also the digger was pretty bad at acting. Yeah, not a great actor. Yeah,
3: yeah. Granted, they didn't give him a lot to do, but they th- gave him they gave him no enough
2: lines. Like, was he a glorified featured extra? That's
3: a good question.
2: That would blow. I did
3: look him up, and I can't remember. He's been in like these kind of similar.
2: This is his world. Yeah. Um, okay, so the next category is believability of the world and characters. Did you do you think this is this exists? Do they sell that for you?
3: And it's it's more of a four. Three I was gonna four. say this
2: is like a four for me. Like yeah. absolutely fucking not to all of this. <laughs> like it's not like you know if Marzipan spoke at one point, like maybe that would be a five, but like. <laughs> None of these fucks are real. Like, none of these hoes live in my world. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Creative use of words to avoid censorship. So that's when someone's like, what the frick? Or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know.
3: Um. I, uh, wow. I, I, I can't think of a lot of examples of that. So... Um, like a two,
2: yeah, two. It wasn't that bad. They didn't have, like, especially with the kids around, like, there wasn't, yeah, there,
3: there wasn't a lot of it like, gets
2: bad when it's like gangster sort of stuff. And it's just like these people don't talk without saying fuck like 12 dozen times. And do all know? these
3: movies generally are they like PG or they're, yeah, they're they,
2: TV movies. I mean, they're cable of, TV, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, so sometimes you'll get people like a writer that's really conscious of this, yeah. And yeah. like it's bad in college scenes too, yeah. Because it'll be oh like God. you know what the heck, man. Like, yeah. and it's like you guys are in a huge fight about like him raping your sister, and you go, <laughs> "What the heck, man?" Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's really like when it's bad. It's bad. So dialogue. This was pretty good, I thought.
3: Yeah, other than like like if you put the believability at a four, then I think the dialogue was probably a two or yeah. three. Like it didn't seem uh, like, like we already know it's BS character wise. So
2: let's give it a 2.5. Yeah. I thought it stood, stood up and like the writers did do a good job of, we'll get to this. This is a new uh, thing in here, but like they did a good job of like for the executives, like reading this, like, yep. That closes at that. Yep. Like, this, it did seem like this movie had three endings, and like, it's because they had three storylines to end. Yes. And like, they couldn't have done it more painstakingly in some ways, you know?
3: Absolutely. I mean, they took some huge swings that missed, but the swings at least tied the laces on the,
2: totally. tied the
3: ribbons, you know? It's like, this may be. Like, what? But at least right. it's an ending. It's, uh, you know.
2: Uh, then we have wardrobe. I want to give that a two, personally, just because of, like, it would be a five or a one because, like, it was great. I thought it was really great to the point where I actually thought this was a regular film. I mean, we're not, like, this is an Oscar winning wardrobe stuff, but, like, this would fly as a real movie. The only thing that I'm give- I am I want to give this a two for is her fucking pants in the last scene those boxy I mean, Margaret's pants how, way to make a beautiful woman look terrible like she yes. for some reason those pants looked so dumpy on her and I was like who hated her in wardrobe
3: yeah like, they, they especially in contrast to that kind of the form fitting sweater she was yeah. wearing and then they yeah the khakis they
2: wore cop pants like I was like but that it's like sad it's like when you see a gym teacher outside of school and like <laughs> they're still wearing like kind of sporty clothing and you're like Oh, you just don't get a break. Like you, you know what I mean? Like, like even on nights out with their husband, they still have their hair up with like gymnast clips. and like, or like a visor
4: like, or
3: something. Yeah,
2: it's just like, oh, you're just like rough. Like <laughs> that, I would say this is like a two for me because just those pants, yeah. they're, they're not forgivable. Now I'm angry and I want to give it more, but.
3: No, I I, th- I, I think that's a good, uh, yeah. I, I, I didn't see any glaring kind of like, and you know, you throw the, uh, the expensive Shannon sweat sweater. Yeah, their, their I mean that was really the that, telltale sweatshirt. Yeah, um, so.
2: hair and makeup. Uh, I
0: don't.
3: I not Two.
2: Yeah, the digger. His scar was like not. Was pretty bad. It was
3: a little rough. I'll yeah, say. That's I'll true. take. Yeah,
2: I think we go to two for that. I mean, otherwise it's like a basically a real movie. No one had. There was no really stunt makeup or.
3: No, no. The they're, hair
2: moved, which is great. Usually on the women's, and the hair doesn't move at all.
3: And they didn't have to do a lot of like injury makeup. Like the the right. se- the second mass murder was not. It was just him going in a building and then leaving the totally. building. So you didn't see anything. Once any the guy injuries. who broke
2: his leg, we didn't have to see him again.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like yeah. that
2: when they just take like a, when they showed that guy getting hit by a car through another woman's face. <laughs> That's brilliant filmmaking. <laughs> uh, music. I mean, this is this is after your heart because of the like for the second you started watching this movie.
3: I mean, I thought it was the music from Powder. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a I mean I would I would give it a one.
2: Yeah, it was like real movie music. Yeah, it
3: didn't like you know like uh, there
2: was no need for Gary Kalitnikov
3: or whatever the guy's name is that yeah. does, is a composer. Like he's 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 a, got a I mean he's no Jerry Williams, but he's got his right. you know
2: good movie scoring. Yeah. Yeah. I'm um, crying. So I'm talking about that big Tori spelling like crying jag, which we didn't get, but
3: we did get some crying. Though.
2: Her crying in the bathroom was really bad.
3: Yeah. That, like, that was, was
2: pretty bad.
3: It, it, it was thinking back on it. Like it threw me for like, I was the whole, the fact that she was crying through me yeah. for enough of a loop that I didn't, I did. I wasn't able to focus like on how bad it was, but I don't, it wasn't great. And then she cried at the end on the bench a little bit, but it seemed very much like these are the movements you make to cry right. kind of thing. The
2: other one and I'm thinking of, of is up. like when Joan saw Casper the Friendly Ghost upstairs or whatever, when she came downstairs and was like, I can't have kids. Like yes, she, yes. that was like a little too emotional for me. Yeah. Um. Yeah.
3: So I'm going to say. Like, a
2: t- like three, a two three. Three. Yeah, three. three. Uh, victimization of the female character. I mean, this was not that. This was not that Lifetime movie where you're like, oh. I mean, yeah, you felt bad that her kid died, but everyone had their, everyone took their hits in this movie.
3: Yeah, yeah, Joan, um, Margaret, Shannon talking to the... Shannon. Marzipan. Yeah, I mm-hmm.
2: mean, we didn't get to really like feel. I mean, Lifetime is television for women. If there's anything people like to do, apparently, it's feel like a victim. So I don't know that this movie really had that. For me, this is like a two because yeah, it were would... sad for them, but it wasn't like overwrought. Like, wow, she really has.
3: Yeah, a bad. she's been. Yeah, yeah.
2: Failure and or refusal to jump to the logical conclusion. I mean, yeah. this was a movie about technology, for lack of a better word. Like, this is a movie about us, them being able to see things that we, the commoners, cannot, which I love. Mm-hmm. But there were a few things that, I mean, you knew it was hardy right away. Yeah,
3: I had the inkling. But, uh, y- so. But is this is this talking about us, the viewer? So, like, uh, our f-
2: them within the movie, like oh, they, when yes. you know they move through something and they just completely ignore for okay. the sake of the plot or whatever. Like, it's like when people ditch their cell phones yes, early yes. on in a movie when that would never actually happen. Yes,
3: you yes. know, sorry, gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah, I think, and well, I was just thinking about her and the the postcard, but that that's a more kind of existential kind of thing that. There's no logical conclusion. That mean, logical conclusion. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't need to work this out here on the mic. No, no, you're <laughs> good. my car on the way home.
4: <laughs> um, <laughs>
3: As I have a postcard that my dad sent me. <laughs> um, uh, I I would say, like, it, 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 there didn't seem to be that big of a glaring, like glaring, you know, stuff. I mean, I guess, I mean, there was, I don't know. I'm going to say three. Yeah. Three. I mean, I could. I, yeah, like I don't want to break it down any further. Like No, sometimes
2: cause... I mean, you'd be surprised at what people are able. Like last week we did it, or two weeks ago we did a movie where these two women were fucking the same. The Lisa Rinna movie. This she was fucking the swim teacher's husband, and the two of them became best friends and had no idea, even though they knew they had the same last name. Mm. And I'm like. Ladies, like, at yeah, no yeah. point does someone pull out a picture? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Weird. Okay, okay. so dropped plot lines. Um, as I said, they did this in painstaking detail in this movie. Yeah. I guess I was kind of wondering if the Digger had anyone in his life who cared about him.
3: Yeah, it's Digger. I mean, it's like Digger was a pawn, just like, you know, they talked about the other guy being a patsy. Yeah, the Digger seemed like a Patsy as well. Like we don't know the digger.
2: Yeah. We don't know anything about him. I mean, for that, I'll give it a two. Sure.
3: Yeah. But, but, Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. I agree with you. I think, uh, they, 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 they tied everything up pretty well, even if it was outrageous.
2: Um, and then lastly, we have font. I mean, I don't even recall this movie really having a font. They did the titles. They had a little something for that yeah
3: just. it was just like type yeah and I'm I'm trying to remember did they ever say the devil's teardrop
2: oh you're doing it thank god I was like I can't I can't think and do math even on a calculator sorry um the devil oh I mean this yeah the devil's teardrop was in and of itself a font
3: but did they that was at the beginning was that the very first thing you saw on the
2: poster it it has a little devil's teardrop oh wow Oh, Wags. I'm sorry, baby. Ah. Yeah, that's clever. Yeah. So you you said that this had a theatrical release at some point. Yeah,
3: I mean that's what it's. I it sounded like it. That's what it looked like. But I I was just like, that's really surprising to me. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, I mean, yeah. it's as as professional as it seems. It also seems like wow. I don't know. Would this hold up in a theater?
2: Yeah. Oh, this is uh, directed by a female, by the way. Yeah, Norma
3: Bailey, right?
2: My bad. Yeah, this is one of the plot keywords. It's directed by a female, psychopath, murder, FBI agent. I mean, way to give it away. Um, yeah. Okay. So for font, I mean,
3: I don't know what one. One. It was sure. It
2: was it was buyable. I bought it. Yeah. Um, so where does that leave us? This is not that lifetime. Not for this season. I mean, we've had some pretty egregious ones. And I like that for this. Because I would say The Devil's Teardrop is exactly the kind of movie I would want to watch. Like, if I went away to a hotel and this was on TV, oh, I'd be so fucking happy. I'd be so happy. (laughs) I'd be like, who wants to get room service? Fucking Devil's Teardrop is on. Like, this is great. I've been wanting to watch this. I would say... Watch for the devil's teardrop. Put that on. Type it into your DVR. Type it into your DVR. Type I'm, it in ninety. Yeah.
3: <laughs> type it in. See what happens. <laughs> Nothing might happen, but try to watch it. Yeah.
2: But if that comes around, it's a really good one. I recommend it. Ted, thank you so much for being here.
3: It was my pleasure. Thank do you, you for having me. you want to again? find you
2: on the internet? I think you're the best tweeter.
3: Oh, you're very out sweet.
2: There. I do. I think you're the best.
3: Well, um, I am at at trumpet on Twitter,
2: how did you come up with that?
3: It was a uh, and like just a nonsense. Like I, I was I joined on a whim, and uh, I think I was actually fact checking a story for Vanity Fair about Twitter, and I was like, I gotta join to like because I used to do that. And uh, and that's then, what
2: you're good at is nonsense. Stuff. Yeah, like, I you're think it's, it's it. my thing. It's, yeah, you're great at. It's it. She's
3: like pulling nonsense out of nowhere.
2: That's it's great. It's <laughs> great. I I love that. Well, Twitter's better because of you. This podcast is better because of you, actually. I really love having you on. You're the it's, great guest. Well,
3: it's I love it. I, you do? Yes. Oh, my God. Thank, thank you. you. I
2: always feel like terrible asking people to do it because I'm like, will anyone oh. like doing this as much as I do?
3: It's very fun, I, I and have got not...
2: another three hours. If I don't, but <laughs> <laughs> like I,
3: and I'm not like a regular lifetime movie watcher, so uh, it's a treat. I'm to glad to be able, able to yeah.
2: infuse a little something yeah. new into your schedule. Yeah, uh, we should hang out more. I mean, not in real life. I'm not just saying it on the mic. Uh, yeah, I'll Sammy, say it on the mic. Thank you. Okay, cool. and,
3: and and in real life, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then
2: Sammy, thank you for being here. You guys, that thank was a you, great Sammy. episode. Wags, Wags is getting up like we have somewhere to be. He's grabbing his purse. All right, guys, talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to season three of Mother May I Sleep With podcast. Our show today was made possible by our coordinating producer, Nicole Matthew, as well as our producer, Sammy Junio. Much love to Christina Lopez for all of her help and Elizabeth Brozek for that killer logo. We love it when new listeners find our show. And the best way for that to happen is landing in the Apple podcast charts. You can help us out with that by making sure you're subscribed to the show. And if you want, leave a review. And if you really want to support the show, you can head to our Patreon, patreon.com slash M-M-I-S-W-P information On our ranking system, episode details, and social media, head to Mother May I Sleep with Podcast.com. I'm your host, Molly McAlear. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram under MOLLS Malls. And if not there, on my couch, binging Lifetime movies. See you next time.
5: Vulgar History is a feminist women's history comedy podcast where we don't shy away from the messy, complicated lives of women from the olden times. Particularly with women in history, it's easier to use broad strokes to portray who they were. And it's like we forget they probably also had messy lives, complicated relationships, and maybe things weren't as black and white as they might seem in a textbook. But...